Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson. I am Alvin Williams. Alright, so, so much has happened this week. Just a little bit, There's man. There's a lot to talk about. So Let's get into it. Alright, so I guess we'll start with like movies that we've just seen. Mm-hmm. And last night we went to go see a screening of The Equalizer 2. Yes, sir. So what are your thoughts? It was good, man. Um... I mean, it held up to the hype of uh, Equalizer 1, if you haven't seen it yet, but it it wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. It was it was the Equalizer, man. Yeah. And for Denzel's first, you know, sequel of a movie, it was, it was expected. I mean, well, yeah, it was expected because, like, at the end of the day, um, it wasn't that you were too sucked into the movie, mm-hmm. but then again, it wasn't too, that you were too far out. That it was just like, uh, this is so weird. You know? Yeah, well, it, it, it felt was, like a natural sequel, yeah. sort of. And you know, I think what's interesting about Equalizer movies, like, because I think it could be a whole franchise where it just can do sequels and sequels and sequels, mm-hmm. is that the main character or Denzel Washington's character shares a lot of similarities with Denzel Washington himself. Mm. As a person who's trying to give back to the youth and, like, give knowledge and kindness and shit like that, mm-hmm. you know, his character is doing the same things. And, and I could kind of see it in the movie. Like, there's a whole subplot in the movie revolving around this young black kid who he's trying to... Uh, mm-hmm. Each one, teach one. Yeah, and it, it was one of those... It had it had a lot of moments like that. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting franchise that he's kind of building even though i do think the bad guy bad guys weren't that good oh definitely not they were too much not even that they were too much it's just they weren't a match they weren't a match for him and i was like all right i do like seeing denzel's character kick ass all the time but he needs to meet his match and i already pitched this to you so here's my idea Mm -hmm. for equalizer (laughs) three the equalizer three there's got to be a evil equalizer type character that's just as talented as he is and skilled as he is but equalizes things for bad guys you know when things get too rough for bad guys, when bad guys get wronged mm-hmm. like all think about all the people that the equalizer in both movies has let live like you know like in the it, it, like in the first or in the beginning of this movie he lets a good guy go he lets like four good guys or four bad guys go uh it was like these people that like raped this woman or something, and he's like, "Oh, you call the cops and tell them what you did, and stuff like that." He was like, "He didn't let them go." He did. He said, "I'm called call nine one one and tell them what you did." Well, he whooped their <laughs> after he whooped their ass. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't kill, even though they deserved. Oh, you saying death. they should have died? They should have died. So the equalizer, the ultimate. He always gives you like a way that. out. Yeah, he'll always give you like a way out. Like, hey, like you can do the right thing. You can do the right thing, or. <laughs> I'm, I see you're you're going, I see where you're trying to get You know, out. and so all the people that he's done that to, you know, that he's fucked their life up in some ways mm-hmm. because, you know, like say one of the bad guys he met was a coke dealer or some shit or a drug dealer and then he like told him to like give away all the, like tip the cops on where the drugs were and then, you know, for revenge the cartel was like, oh well, you know, now we're going to kill your whole family, you know, and so. What are you talking about in the first one? I'm just saying in general, like in general, some shit that he would do. So that person would feel like, hey, innocent people died. Like I might be a drug dealer. But my family 
died as a casualty to you mm-hmm. know what you were fucking doing. So now I'm gonna. It, it, I don't know what what the bad guys thing would be, but he they would have an equalizer type person that would be listening. Hey, what do you need me to do for this amount of money? Well, I think. Um, excuse me. I think this one definitely opened up for Equalizer 3. That's what I'm saying. I'm like... I give you that. I will give you that for sure because at the end of the day... It's too costly. When you watch the first one, it was just like, oh, it's just this black guy. And it's like, you know he had a history of something. Well, at the first one, or at the end of the first one, he was like, he went on Craigslist or something and made like a post yeah. saying, Do you need, need help? help? Yeah. And then he like was like smiling and shit. And I was like, okay, sequels. Yeah, so he's getting back into it. Yeah. But this one, it really gave you, like, his background, even when the guy went into the uh, little hideout spot, and you, like, you see the military stuff, and then you yeah. see the picture with his wife. It's like, mm-hmm. so this dude really has stuff. And and his old MO is being of, being knowing what you're going to do before you do it, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. That's what, that's what, that's how the... You can see everything coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I like the way they kind of played into it, even with Equalizer 2, because, uh... She was like, when she introduced him, mm-hmm. when he came to the house, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, yeah, you're your army buddy, blah, blah. Uh, you're sergeant. Yeah. He was like, you know, I was head over you and the other guys. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. made that clear. I, yeah. was like, I was like, that was smooth. I, like, was I, stuff I, like that. He I was, was awesome. Smooth. He was really awesome in this movie. But I just want a sequel where he is getting shook a well, little I think, bit. I think you're going to get that. I think you're going to get that. Only, Like I said, only because like now you know, like. When he was in his platoon or whatever, he was like top dog. He was the main one. Like he ran everything. You know that. You know that now. I know that, but I think also what I'm what makes me or what makes me put Equalizer two a little bit below the first one is that the the first villain in the first movie wasn't quite quite uh like the Equalizer, but he had as some similarities in the sense that like he. Didn't underestimate Denzel's character, you know. Like he thought that he was always he wasn't one step ahead of Denzel's character, but he would always kind of like, "Oh, you're doing this. All right, I'm gonna do this," okay. and then it would kind of get Denzel's character in a bit of a vice where he would easily get out of it. But he had to kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. navigate that. But this guy, this bad guy, I'm not gonna say who the bad guy is in this movie, but it's like, you know, he really was unprepared and he knew Denzel's character intimately. Like he knew him like, like for years as a friend. So he would know, he should know how he thinks. That's why I was like, this is kind of a weak, weak bad guy. Cause it's like, if I was your best friend or if you were my best friend or something like that, I know exactly how you would react to all this type of shit. Well, not really. Yeah. If you, no. but if you fight in the, uh, not in the army, but the black ops together, if I train you, if I train you, no, but they were said they were in the trenches together. They, they were, were like, in the trenches together. And they were like, but he and, trained him though. It doesn't matter. But if you train them, when you say you train somebody, that means you're giving them all of your. No, knowledge. no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't no, add me. Don't no, add no. me. No, I'm telling you, you never give all of your knowledge. But if ever. it's but it's the but it's the military. So you or it's, no, yeah, it's the military. I don't care who you are. You do not give a hundred percent of your knowledge. Whatever this is why, it is. This is why we're having a, a hard time in America. I'm just man. no. I'm, no <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's real because if, 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 but it's character. Dave, if but, you tell me, no, no, no. If you sit here and you be like, yo, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. I can combat every fucking thing you do. But I'm and saying, as a man, as a man, as a woman or whatever, that's trying to 
make something of yourself mm-hmm. to be somewhere. Wherever you go, you can never give but all as your a film, away. But as a filmmaker, though, or as looking at the story itself as a, as a movie and looking at Denzel's character, he's not a man that withholds information. If you want to learn something, he will teach you. That's he, all he did in one and two. He but was like, oh, you don't, don't know how give to all your secrets away. But I'm saying that's his his character is not that type of man. His, his character keeps secrets no, all day long. No, he keeps secrets about like his, his life, life. Him. Yeah, but but oh but gosh. but when it comes to killing people and shit like that, and how to like find enemies and shit, he had no reason to hide that type of knowledge from them because one, they could get killed. Not knowing how to navigate. I don't agree with. I don't agree with you. Well, your logic is flawed on that one. Your logic <laughs> is right. Your logic is right in most senses with when it comes to that. But when it comes to like the military or whatever, you want to make sure that you and your your boys are exactly trained one hundred percent because that's your life, and that's why he got almost got. And if your theory is correct, then that's why he almost. That's why he had to fake his death because he, <laughs> you know, he said it wasn't my day. And it was like because you didn't train your dudes that that you. But then again, his dudes were. He left. He didn't leave. Remember what he said? The guy. Well, the building blew the up. The building blew we're up. We're spoiling the movie, but he did say. But he did say. It wasn't it my w- day. Yeah, it wasn't my day. He that he, that means he didn't it. plan it. No, he wasn't planning it. When it wasn't my day, it meant that he was not Bruh, lucky. He, he he. Okay. Yeah, you. I don't you, agree you, with you on that. I'm just saying. I, I think we're gonna have to disagree. Agree to disagree on that because only yeah. the fact of. I'm looking way I, too. I think, I'm just saying. I'm, no, I'm just saying. Regardless as a man, whether in the military or not, I, I have a brother in the military. My sister-in-law's father's in the military. And they will I know tell people, you. and they will okay. tell you, you do not equip your soldiers with every piece of information that you have. That's it's, it's point that's blank. Logic. That's you have, logic. No, no, no. You you prepare them for what they may get come and see, but you do not prepare them for everything you have. You can't teach everything. But I'm saying have. everything that the equalizer's character had was just military tactics. He, there was nothing else about. The only parts that he wouldn't teach them is, oh, you don't know how to paint. I don't. I don't <laughs> you don't know how to paint. I don't like agree. that's something I could see why he wouldn't teach them that. But his the bad guys. Like main skill set was a skill set that he had. I don't agree. It, I just it's don't exactly agree. true. It's that's what it is. That the only thing, and it was the age versus youth type of thing. But I think they can fix that problem with the Equalizer Three. They need somebody that can say, like, yeah, well, I know they, everything you know. Well, they've I already handicapped the same them, way. though. Huh? They've already handicapped them by killing his friend that was our, that was still in the military. No, it doesn't have to be his friend. I wanted to be somebody that he does not know. Has well, I'm no saying for, for Equalizer 3, they've already handicapped him because that's who he went to for information. She's the only one that knew he was still alive. Then they mm. killed her. He he went to her for information. But he still got he still got uh, the dude from Independence Day, her 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 husband. So he doesn't you know, have a. He's got he's got he's got. Nah. He's got pool. Because nah. the people that she was working with came, and, like, you know, that he knows them on a personal level. He probably level. knows them, but he doesn't have pool. Like, in the first one. Like, in the first I won't need to know about this person. But, anyways, that, does, that doesn't matter. All I'm saying <laughs> is the bad guy needs to be equally <laughs> as equalized as he is. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. Cause he, cause he only got shot like once. In he the always week. gets grazed or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't need moving. Yeah, I'm like, he needs to get fully not fucked up, but his life needs to get turned like upside down. Yeah, like he might need to fight for his life a little bit, like badly. And then it just, it just needs to be a one on one type of thing. It'd be cooler if it wasn't even a dude with henchmen, just a dude with one one fucking dude 
just like he is one guy. I was about to say Denzel too old for this shit, but man, when that That's dude, the point, yeah. man, when he brushes hair and you see them waves in the movie, I was like, oh Denzel, he's the young one today, bro. Yeah, like, he was moving like a young. He Denzel. was moving young in that movie, man, with the fight scenes and everything. Yeah, I just want to see him. See him get it. You just want to give him t- taking t- training days gunfire. Yeah, I want to see him get put through the ringer. And I know Denzel's cool. I mean, this whole movie Equalizer one and two is Denzel being cool. That's like all. That's like the real vehicle. And also, people like seeing bad people get punished. Yep. And so it's like a perfect audience movie. So maybe they wouldn't respond well to a, a third one where he's just getting. Plummel. <laughs> <laughs> like Plummel or like people that he helps out ends up getting hurt and shit like that. Because I think that's his weakness. You just fucking hurt the people that he loves, but don't make them like hostages. Just kill them and then see how he responds. You know? Yeah. Equalizer unleashed. His dark side. I, I'm not going to spoil it. Never mind. We'll talk, <laughs> about so, we'll talk about it another time. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think, uh, but yeah, they box office wise. Uh, they're saying that that movie is going to open to about uh, fifteen to twenty-two million or something like that, which is decent for a rated R movie. Yeah, you know, and so uh, what? What do you think about the crowd? Oh, the crowd that we had. Yeah, it was a very riled crowd. You know, yeah. like in a good way. Like they would, whenever Denzel did something Denzelly, mm-hmm. people would be like, "Yeah," or like you know, start clapping. Mostly like the white audience members. It was, yeah, it was a yeah, <laughs> yeah it fuck was a, yeah. It was a Denzel deserved crowd for <laughs> sure. Like, I mean, we all love Denzel, and he every time he did some slick shit, all the older black dudes would be like, because <laughs> you know something about Denzel, and then being like, like when you're black too, like it's just the added thing to hey, we watching them. We only had two. We had uh, one father growing up. That was. Uh, <laughs> That was Big Phil from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Then we had Uncle, Uncle Denzel from the movies. Denzel kicks ass. He just and he they give him cool lines too. Best line of the movie, and this was the coldest there line. You go. And I mean, it's it's, just, it's it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Okay. And he's like, he's like, uh, what does he say? He's like, I usually forgive people, or I usually give people like you a chance, a chance to have normal lives. But for you, I'm gonna make an exception. <laughs> and he's like, and, and then he's just like, and he's like, the only thing that's, that I'm gonna be sad about is that I only get to do it once. Yeah, he's only get to kill you one time. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, Whoo! yeah, that was badass. <laughs> and then the kids, are, oh well, never mind, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the movie's great. Yeah. So check it out when it comes out next Friday, and it's going up against uh, Mamma Mia too. <laughs> so we're good. So which one's gonna win? We're good. Mamma Mia's got some 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 some. Fa- it's got a hardcore fan base. It's like a Mamma Mia is like a musical. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a. I play thirty year old high school musical too. No, it's not that. It's not that. Like it's got a lot of old pool. Like a lot of like older people are gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna go see Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mamma Mia, here we go again, Mama. Bruh. I, I, I see Mamma Mia. I heard you playing that song. Leave it in the My, Bro, Mamma Mia. Playing, bro. That's yes, a great bro. song. I watched the first movie. It's a great movie. Fuck you, man. <laughs> now, Mamma Mia, here we go again. Why call it a sequel? Why call it a sequel that? That just makes me roll my eyes. Here we go again. That's a typical That's a sequel song. line. That's it. Well, that too, but it's a sequel line. You know, like in trailers in the 90s when it would be like, here we go again. <laughs> and then you're like, who they making this Lion King again. Yeah. Die hard again. <laughs> Die harder. <laughs> but you know, I think uh, 
I think Equalizer Two is probably gonna end up on top here only because you said Mamma Mia. Yeah, Mamma Mia is gonna end up like third or fourth place. I don't even know if Mamma like I know Mamma Mia's got some some pull behind it. Like, but it's crazy it does though. But Denzel like doing his first sequel and it's like. A certain demographic of like older people who like seeing other older people kick ass. Yeah. So it's like got that vibe to it. Not to mention young people. When I was at the screening, even one of uh, the uh, the like workers there were like, "Oh, there's an Equalizer two screening here tonight," and I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna try to finesse my way in." <laughs> like, and it's like some like 18 year old or something. And I'm just like, "Okay, so Denzel still, you know, he's 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 rocking all the quadrants. Like everybody wants to see him." Kick ass. Does Denzel stop? Like, do you like? Do you think he ever like will stop playing? Yeah, that's what or I'm asking. Acting? That's what I'm asking you. No, he just grows into roles. <laughs> he grows into roles. Yeah, like when I was, was watching it, like at, by the end of Equalizer two, I was like, wow, he really just growing into this role. Like, yeah. like every role he can play is some type of knowledge being given, except for fences. He was a piece of shit in fences, but he was people loved fences. Fences was older. Great. Older people loved Fences. Fences was so good, man. It was good. But that was the first time I actually, like, really hated him in it. But at the same time, it was like. But you, hold on. Time out. Time out. Let's, let's be honest here. We talked about this yesterday. You said John Q. You didn't like John Q at all. I don't like John Q at all. But I'm not saying that I didn't like. What I'm saying when I say I don't like Denzel Washington's character in Fences is oh, that his actual character. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I didn't like his performance oh, okay, in it, okay, okay. but John Q was just kind of by the numbers. Like there was nothing really. Like tell me what John Q was about again. The kid playing baseball. He had a heart attack. They didn't want. No, it was like he had heart failure or something like that while playing baseball. He took him to the doctor, and there's a waiting list for. It. And he was like, "No, young." Yo, give my son a heart now. Mm-hmm. And then he put the hospital on the like hostage or whatever until they gave him a heart. Yeah. I think he ended up dying at the end, I think. Yeah, that to me, I was just like, Oscar bait. That's what it smelled to. I of. think he did. He didn't want to ask for John Q. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> what about um Antoine Fisher? He was in that. He was great at Antoine Fisher. But it was he always plays like the father figure thing. He's just good at being a father figure. I think he's everybody's dad. He's everybody's father, really. In movie, yeah. in the movie world, he's your dad. Like, and he's okay with that. And this is, I'm talking about like young Denzel. Yeah. Like every role he played, for the most part, was like some type of fatherly character, except for that that one where he was like chasing the devil or whatever. Yeah, that one's an old school one. You got yeah, he's like trying to kill the devil or some shit, but the devil's like body swapping and people, body swapping, and he's like a cop or some shit. That movie was spooky, but it was it was good. But uh, that was like one of his weirder ones. This is when he like was yeah, yeah, on the rise, kind of doing anything to get his name out there. Yeah, and he was like an alcoholic or some shit. You know, he's played some interesting stuff, but it gets buried underneath. You know, yeah, the bigger film. Yeah, but I got that. Yeah, and then uh, I think uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, this one's a good one. Mm-mm. Billy D. Williams, after years of begging to be in the back in the Star Wars reboots or sequels, he is coming back. Lando Calrissian. I mean, I think it was. I think the opportunity kind of came and went. It should have came way back when. Yeah, like in Episode Seven when they had everybody, when everybody was still alive. Now we now they they're, now they're only gonna have him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, spoiler alert for those who didn't see 
The Last Jedi, which is your fault if you haven't seen it by now. Uh, you know, Luke is dead, and fucking Princess Leia, the actress who who played her, Carrie Fisher, died in real life. So, you know, and Harrison Ford, he fucking his character died. You know, and so. Do I like if I see a trailer and Lando shows up? That's not really gonna sway me to go see the movie. Is it gonna be like Billy D. Williams Lando and Donald Glover Lando? No, but that would be interesting. Seeing like I think that would be the best thing they could do. You know, but <laughs> you know, ooh, okay. What if they do a Lando? Well, they're already talking about doing a Lando movie, but it would be cool if they started the movie with showing Billy D. Williams Lando as an old man. And then, mm-hmm. like, having to deal with the situation that ha- that is tied to, like, his past as a young man. Yeah, and so it goes back in time. Yeah, and so and so we're, like, seeing flashbacks with Donald Glover and shit like that and how he, like, was, like, you know, being sounds, a hustler and shit. Sounds like a black person movie. <laughs> That's fine. We need that. Star Wars, yeah, Star Wars is in desperate need of uh, um, a different flavor. And they're trying to find it. And they haven't found it yet because, you know. I mean, speaking of flavors, I just feel like Star Wars has just always been bland. It hasn't. Like it hasn't. The, I don't know what it, it is. Yeah, you haven't. It hasn't. You just haven't taken the time to really get invested in it. Mm-hmm. You just kind of look at it, and then you're just like, "Oh, lightsabers and they moving stuff with mm-hmm. their minds or some weird shit yeah. like that." That's all you really see. But what then, happened, what happened to Yoda? And in the green midget guy, yeah, and that's in your head. But we all know, like, even if you don't fuck with Star Wars, you know about like the main shit. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I know Darth Vader. Oh, I know I am your father. That shit like that. Right, right. But I mean, you can't. That stuff you can't. You miss. can't ignore. Yeah, it. It's yeah. a part of like the DNA of yeah. part like pop culture. So it's like you have to really invest time. And I think that's why Star Wars has such a big fan base is because people like investing their time in shit mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not a it's not that's not a not bad, bad thing to yeah. say but you know it's like whenever some like writer creates this big world that you can just kind of like spend hours and hours kinda and hours immerse yourself into yeah them. i mean people make star wars a religion that's crazy but they do beyonce has a religion as well exactly which i don't get because it's like well maybe i know I, I get the beyonce thing sort of because beyonce they somebody has or the media. I guess Denzel gonna have one next. <laughs> yeah, he already does with memes. If whenever you're saying some smart, whenever you look at a meme on Facebook that's trying to say some smart shit, just put Denzel, a, a picture of Denzel from Training Day, and just it'll sound like he said it. But <laughs> so, so what you saying? Have you seen it though? No. You never seen a meme with Denzel on it, just trying to speak some knowledge and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the main ones I see is like the mind. Mm. Yeah, that well, one. Well, that one. Training day with a c- cigarette. Well, that's the gift. That's the or the yeah. That's the gift. I'm gonna stick by it. It's well, no, gift, it's, not gif. It's a, it's a meme. I, I know that, but I'm saying like there. Some people put like pictures of Denzel with a quote of like, like a, yeah, that's what like a, a fake deep quote of like. Some people, some black people aren't aren't deep enough to look into their history. I'm like. I, I, get what, I get what you're saying. It's I'm like, like okay, the same stuff uh, they used to do with like, but that's that's the reason why I asked you earlier about like, is Den, will Denzel continue to act or whatever? Like, or will he turn into like a new age um, Morgan Freeman? New age Morgan Freeman. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Morgan's out the way now. No, he's kind of like <laughs> Morgan's out the way. Yeah, Morgan's not but narrating you know anything anymore. But, but Denzel straight spitting knowledge to everybody. But you know what's interesting? I think Denzel has a more. It's funny how he circled back to Denzel. Denzel, <laughs> he's so good. He's Denzel. But Denzel, he he uh, 
he has a better choice in movie roles than Morgan Freeman. If you look at his yeah. filmography, it's like it's not even a competition. Morgan just has the voice. Yeah, that's. But, I mean, that's it. That yeah, way. yeah. And so if that were to happen, I would be okay with it. But I could see him acting forever. You know what? That part, your favorite part in the movie. What? He oh. had he had uh, in, in uh, equalizer too. Mm-hmm. The one you should tell me was your favorite part. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was almost a. Uh, um, you want to jump, Morgan Freeman? You want to jump? Jump then. Oh yeah. yeah. Crack? Oh yeah. That part, I was like, bro, I just thought of Morgan Freeman the whole that whole. Morgan scene right Freeman. There. All right, yeah, Morgan Freeman and Denzel, they both. Well, Denzel more so does this whole like, like I don't know, manic dialogue thing like it could read like 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 on the script they could say let's do it right now all right shoot me just mm-hmm. shoot me and then he would say oh you want to do it right now okay 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 <laughs> here's a gun do it right now shoot me five pounds of pressure that's all it takes yeah five pounds that was Five dope. pounds. I think that was dope how he like he did that. <laughs> and this kid is like, "Why me?" And you he's who, like, "You know who that kid was though." I don't know. No, that, that was the kid off of that movie Moonlight. I knew he looked familiar. That I was, was like, the "Kid from Moonlight." I was like, "I, I recognize that nose somewhere." Yeah, <laughs> big ass nose, small body. Yeah. I realized that once we left, I was like, "Damn, that's the kid." I seen that from somewhere. Yeah, he looks different. I mean, he doesn't look he's different. Older. It's just older. Yeah, but man, time. Looks I'm like, when did they shoot Moonlight? Moonlight was like, a but two. he looks yeah, exactly that's what the I'm same, saying. bro. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I think uh, he's he's got a bright future ahead of him. He did a good job, even though he wasn't fully convincing as like some dude from the hood. I still was like, you know what? He's got great nuances and stuff like that. But uh, I agree with that. Yeah, but I think uh, with the uh, Star Wars Episode Nine, I call this one Disney's fix of the franchise. Like they're trying to fix fans' but perspective Bill on Williams, it. Bro. He's he's always said, "Oh, they ever call me and stuff like that." And but it's like, Billy Williams, bro. Yo, he used to be so cool back in the day when but I wasn't Billy alive. <laughs> bro, honestly, never. Of course, you know I've never saw um, Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. So. Only thing that I've heard ever heard Billy D. Williams so much, and I didn't even Google him or nothing, but what's from everybody say hates Chris because the little sister's like, I got my Billy D. Williams poster. I'm about mm. to send these spots for Billy D. Williams. Billy D. was a shit, bro. He was a big deal back in the day. And then also, you got to remember the cultural significance back in the day with Star Wars, you know, it had its fan base, but then when Star Wars Empire Strikes Back came out, and everybody was like, yo. Billy D. Williams is in this shit, and he's got like some like James Brown cape and shit, and he's got the like the perm and shit. I'm like, bro. bro. Uh, yes, back even, in the day. No, no, no. But even me as a kid, when I saw The Empire Strikes Back for the first time, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like he looks like. No, I was like, he looks. He's 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 black like me, and he's like cool. He's got the swagger. Like there's something cool about Billy D. Williams. He'd be like, oh, man, how's it going, man? And shit like that, and he would just be—he was just a really slick dude. He was like your impressions, bro. <laughs> now nah, that's how you talk. Han, 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 and then Donald Glover does the same shit in in uh, Solo, which was great. But uh, I don't know the swagger about him was real cool. And every I'm sure if you talk to your mom about Billy D. Williams, she would say, "Yeah, he was fucking tight." Like we all we all got to give respect where respect is due, and Billy D. deserves, even though he doesn't. 
have the swagger. Like, actually, I'm not going to say he doesn't have the swagger still just because he's old. He's <laughs> just got OG swagger now. And so he's got to be cool as fuck in this one. And don't kill him off either. Oh, my Even God. Even though he's old. But just keep some dudes alive. Like Somebody, bro. Yeah. Let him go to Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. They can't. Yeah, this is what he looks like now. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. But he still dresses like Lando. Bro, no. He does still dress like Lando. I give him that. He brought his swagger to the character. Well, he dressed like that for the solo uh, premiere. Yeah, I know, but still. He's the original <laughs> It's good Lando. to keep that. I mean, it looks like father-son, though. Like, honestly, like, you can see that. I, I, I like I like the way you played it off, though, because, like, the old Billy D. Williams does, like, that does look like Donald Glover a little bit. Like, yeah. They, fav- they favor each other. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, 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 I have a... I have a Optimism for episode nine. We'll see if they pull it together. JJ Abrams, he he he's done it three times before, so or two times before, so actually no, three times. He did it with Mission Impossible Three. He did it with uh Star Trek, which fucking was hard as fuck when it came out. The first Star Trek mm-hmm. two thousand nine. Uh and then <laughs> you're like, I don't remember. You remember I Star remember, Trek. but I didn't watch it. You remember, but I didn't watch. You realize that's like a whole fucking contradiction, right? No, I remember Star Trek the movie in two thousand nine coming out, but I didn't watch it. Oh, I watched gotcha. the TV show. Like, I've seen the TV oh, I was, show. I was, oh, well, you need to watch the movie, bro. I haven't seen the movie. The movie hey, goes but it was hard. A big deal. Like, like I said, my sister in law, her yeah. brother, they love it, bro. Yeah, the movie goes hard. The first one goes hard, but okay, that's another thing for you to watch. I'm trying to spit knowledge. This oh, this podcast oh, is also here me. We go. <laughs> I'm gonna talk like Denzel. I'm just trying to teach you some knowledge, son. Just trying to, trying to show you movies. You I know, I have a movie list that huh? I need to go back and watch. Huh? Damn, nineteen. What's on your movie list? Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? What'd you say? Huh? I didn't say anything. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, so we'll see how that works out. The next thing we got is Neil Blomkamp is to direct RoboCop Reborn. Mm-hmm. Or no, not RoboCop Reborn. Mm-hmm. RoboCop mm-hmm. Returns. Cause I do the robot. Mm-hmm. That's so cheesy. Mm-hmm. So only real OGs can do the robot. So apparently, it's gonna be a sequel to the first movie, which came out in the eighties. Like, so he's basically trying to start up a new whole new thing. Yeah, and they're just like the plot is: anarchy reigns, and the fate of Detroit hangs in the balance as RoboCop makes his triumphant return to fight crime and corruption. So it's like real time past, and then he's like an old man in a RoboCop outfit, or is he just like a different young actor? Well, we we haven't got the actor yet, so we don't know that yet. Yeah, that's what if I'm it's saying. A sequel, if it's a sequel to the very first one, then yeah, of course you'll still be young. If they time lapse this motherfucker, I don't know what's going on it, with Billy D. Williams coming back <laughs> as Lando. No, but I'm like trying to think about it because I'm like, okay, wait. At the end, of, like if it's just a sequel to RoboCop one, yeah. at the end of RoboCop one, he's just like. He beats the bad guy and then he's just like he says some RoboCop shit and then that's the end of the movie. It doesn't really it just leads itself to another sequel. So I'm like RoboCop returns. I'm like does he leave in between? Like is there a certain period of time where he's not RoboCop anymore? It doesn't make any fucking sense. That's his only purpose now. Like that's the end of I mean, RoboCop. Yeah, that's him as a, well, he was a human. I know, but he doesn't have an off day. Like That's he, the point. That's what I'm saying. So like I'll see you when I return. He probably like goes to fight other crime. So this might be him going other places to fight different things. Because he's a ro- he's a robot guy. He's a person. But you know what's funny? Because Detroit is so fucked up right now, I would be more. I would be happy if the movie was set in today's time, and then RoboCop just shows out of nowhere. 
Robocop just shows up to say Detroit. Right? You know, Detroit used to love Robocop because he's like the hero of Detroit. Like they have a statue of him in Detroit and shit like that. I didn't know that. And nobody's fucked it up. Nobody spray painted it. Nothing. Really? Like they respect Robocop. I did not know that. He's got steez, okay? And so Yeah, what? Steez. Fucking steez. Sorry, I took it to the nineties, my bad. You can look it up later. Look it up later. Huh? But <laughs> but you know what's interesting though? I think uh they should make they should make this. They should do that. Make it modern day. Make Robo, see what RoboCop does in modern times. And because I mean, that's the only point to bring RoboCop back is to kind of talk about, uh, you know, all the political shit that's going on. Because the first RoboCop was very, very much. It had some satire in it about politics, uh, greed of corporations and shit like that. So let's fucking let's do that today. We're I living would, in the height of that. I would definitely do it. I wouldn't bring it in today's time. But you just, Fast forward early two thousand. I will bring no. I will bring it up in time, but not two thousand eighteen. I think two thousand eighteen. That's uh, way I say, better. I say. I say from the ninety nine to the two thousands. Nah. Yeah. Only because I, I I think Detroit is like, like the crime rate in Detroit has increased so badly recently or in the last like. But it's always been bad. It's always been bad, but like now it's like at its peak. I say early two thousands, right after the crack era. That's not bad. That, that, That's that, not bad. That, that turned from crack era to like just gun violence to what it is now, and it it didn't do anything but escalate from where it was. To I now. would like to see that. Hasn't changed. That'd be cool. RoboCop shuts down. RoboCop shuts down. He gets. I don't know. Something shuts him down, or mm-hmm. yeah, they shut him down, put him in stasis or some shit, and then crime gets so bad that they're just like. We gotta get RoboCop. <laughs> we got we to wake him up. And then he woke That's up. so he, cheesy, though. <laughs> I know, but RoboCop is cheesy in and of itself. And you gotta keep the satirical spirit of it because it's almost not supposed to be taken completely seriously right, right, right. when you watch it. And so when he wakes up, he's like looking at the fucking like data and shit. And then, you know, you can kind of upgrade him and all that. Yeah. Shit. And then you can deal with like cops and how like cops aren't doing their jobs right and shit like that. But then, you know, there's always, like, the personal shit with RoboCop. Man versus machine. Yeah. Him, like, having to retain his sense of humanity and all that stuff in a law Not a lawless place, but in a place where even the cops aren't maintaining their humanity in some instances mm-hmm. or are shooting first and asking questions later. Right. I'm like, this this has some meat to it. This is not a, this isn't like a bad I would, idea. I, that was good. I, I like that, but... uh. It's risky. It's, it's, it's definitely it's risky. risky. I yeah. mean, because like I said, it's an old time. It's an old time favorite. It's so old, yeah, it's so old. Yeah. And I think you know what's funny is that they had a RoboCop movie in 2014, like a reboot movie, and it had like Samuel L. Jackson in it and shit like that. Yeah, it came and went. <laughs> Apparently no, so. No one remembers that shit because they tried to make it like a straight up action movie. It wasn't like as like fun and thought provoking as that one, the original. So, let me see what time when that came out. What the 2014? Mm-hmm. 2014. <laughs> Said it, but you know it didn't make that much money. I don't think. Mm, oh yeah, because it was like a see that one tried to can't like make it a superhero movie or in, shit like in our that. time though. What? That was just hard. It was just horrible. Well, they tried to focus on the war in Iraq and shit like that. That's why it was bad. You could do it in our time. It was just like you're focused on the wrong thing. Like, the director that they got was from, like, I think, like, a foreign country, and that was something he really wanted to talk about was, like, war in different 
countries and how like it's the gray area and shit like that with how we use drones and mm-hmm. stuff like that how there's no humanity in the way we have warfare but i'm like that's not robocop like robocop is not the guy that goes to fight like like the war in iraq or some shit like that he's fighting like street crime yeah, and shit yeah. like that the day-to-day stuff yeah that's his thing but th- so they didn't get that right in the, in that sense i like the look they gave him though the new book I like the cheesy, cheesy shit. The this, bulky bullshit. Yeah, the bulky bullshit because it's almost like he's trapped. The bulky bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I like it because it looks like he's trapped in it, like he's like, like he can't escape it. It's just that's his body now. But that well, looks cool. The, that's a cool Iron Man body. And but shit. the noon is like, uh, it's an Iron Man body. I'd say cyborgish, bro. It looks Iron Man. It's got the same fucking Iron Man ish designs on it with the lines and shit. I, if I woke up and I was in that body, and all I had that recognized myself as my left hand and my face, I'd be like, yo, this is tight. <laughs> and do I still have my dick? This and then that's it. definitely not Iron Man body, bro. He has like, they give him like a little six pack and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at it. That's the Iron Man. That's the stealth suit in Iron Man 1. Oh, my God. Who are you trying to bullshit? Oh my goodness, dude. Of course, it's not as bulky as the first one, but. Yeah. Nah. And the way he moved in the first RoboCop, he was like, yeah, oh, so yeah, stiff and shit. Yeah. No, he, was, he did a good. Yeah, he was. I mean, yeah, it was, was a good job. Like, uh, halt. Yeah. But in this one, he was like running and shit. I'm like, nah. I mean, that's the only way. I'd... It's way cooler give, when you're give, fighting a Jason Voorhees type robot give, dude. Given the bullshit of that, it makes it more interesting, I guess, for like shooting scenes and stuff like that because he can't move, he can't fight like a regular person or whatever. You you can't put a, a modern day movie out with a bulky ass. You can stiff you, ass. You can. To me, he's robot. like the he's like the cop version of Jason Voorhees. Like he walks real slow. He doesn't run, and people just fucking shoot at him. And he's like, "Oh, RoboCop's coming!" Because he he gets you. He will get you. Like right. somehow he'll get you. And he's not he's not super slow. He, he can, has to like pick up momentum. Yeah, he can run. He can run and shit like that. And then he's got that car and shit like that. He's just he's cool. Old Crown Vic. He's, yeah. <laughs> But you know, because they gave him a motorcycle in the new one. Yeah, and it, yeah, that was shit was stupid. But whatever, <laughs> it was just a bad idea. I never heard. We never heard from that director again. Like, why did you choose that as your like U.S. project, bro? He was being creative. <laughs> that wasn't creative. <laughs> that movie wasn't fucking creative. I would have said go, spend the budget on. I would have. I would have said go sit down and fucking write a good script. With RoboCop. Bro, there is no such thing as a good script for Robot. I don't... For I don't. RoboCop? Bro, watch RoboCop 1. That's a good script. You, I, I think you haven't seen RoboCop. I have a hard time looking at old movies. I'm not going to lie to you. Like Jesus. old 90s movies. You hear this, man? Like Do you... Audience listeners... I, I understand. Like, if you're talking about like Casablanca, I get it. But if you're talking about a movie that was made in the 80s... Come on. The Last Dragon was in the 80s. That's yeah. me if I've seen it. you never seen The Last Dragon? Nope. Bro, we're going to watch that, like, right after this. Pause it. <laughs> no, we're not going to pause it. But we're going to watch it right after this podcast. Because that's, like, it's part of the culture, man. You got to watch it. But Wait, you talking about... Uh, the Last Dragon, Leroy Green, Show Nuff. Yeah. Listen. Who am I? Show Nuff. Am, am I the meanest? Show Nuff. Am I the baddest? Yeah. See, you've seen it. You've seen it. But it's an 80s movie. And if you hadn't given it a chance because it's an 80s movie, you would have never known about that awesomeness. It was all right, bro. It was all right. Bro, you 
Mm. It doesn't stick. It That's does, something Kanye West stick. would be saying on TMZ right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West, TMZ, last dragon was all right. You chose to be the P, the DP. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't want to be the director. You could have went up and stepped up and directed the movie. You chose to be the DP for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking Kanye, bro. Fucking Kanye. Bro. Nah, but I mean it doesn't stick in my head though. But yeah, watch. We should watch it though. I'm gonna make a whole list. We're just gonna watch these movies. You say that, but you be having like, bro, why are you trying to bla- put me on blast on my podcast? Huh? You trying to put me on blast on my podcast? What were you gonna say? I just want, I just want to look you in the face. You know, when you, say you know what I was about to say. No, what? Got, that's why you cut me off. What? What were you gonna say? You got it, bro. No, what were you gonna say? You be having church Bible study during the week. <laughs> well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say no to that. That's not true. I got. I don't have the attention span or the dedication to go multiple times a week. Oh, man. Sorry. How, how many times a month? <laughs> how many times a year? <laughs> that is horrible. I went to church last Sunday. Yo, you went to church last Sunday? How was it? It was Was right. it great? What was the sermon? It was actually pretty good. What was the sermon? Huh? What was the sermon? Uh, he said, he said, you got to look like you're Christian. Mm. You can't play, play Christian. You know, a lot of people be out here for the looks. As all the people that play Christian in the church are like, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Instead of, <laughs> I'm, a Christian. I'm sorry. Wanna, that was mean. That was mean. I'm going to take it back. I don't take it back. <laughs> I'm so conflicted. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Daniel throws parties on the weekends. Everybody. I do throw parties on the weekends. You'll never invite me. Yo, you're the second person that's brought this up to me. You and then my boy Kyle. Like, you don't. We were having this conversation. He was like, "Yo, man, like, why, why you don't invite me to your parties?" Every I'm time like, I come over here, bro, it's alcohol bottles <laughs> everywhere, bro. I can't even put my food in the refrigerator because it's so full. Because it's so full of alcohol, and then, and then, and then we get the podcast. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna drink some water, get my body right, get my mind <laughs> focused, some alkaline water, hey, bro. Like, don't be sleeping on the alkaline like, water. Like, like, oh, look, a shot, like, bro. I see, like, I see four shots." I see five, six <laughs> shot glasses beside a wine glass, beside a stack of solo cups. Mm-hmm. It's a bottle of hypnotic right in front of us. That's true. Product the placement. big bottle. Product placement. That's all I have to say. But, you know, I think, uh, <laughs> I think like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just, the parties happen randomly. They don't just, I don't plan these to happen. It's just usually like, hey, what's happening tonight? I'm like, mm. nothing. And you'll never be like, yo, let me hear my homeboy. Well, that's because you, you're in a committed relationship, and I so, I don't want to put temptation on your heart. We just, it's a party. It's not a sex orgy. And I'm, I'm it's not, but there's around. sexuality all around, though. Like, Bitch, you know, what? Like, there's people that are, like, single, trying to mingle. Nigga, you know? I walk out the street, and there's single people everywhere. Trying to mingle. So, what the fuck? What's the, oh, I want to put temptation. He already has to walk outside. He already has to deal with that shit. You, you do. I'm trying to help you out. Nigga, I don't stay in the house all day. <laughs> you should. <laughs> you just go stand. Oh, no, nah, you wouldn't stand around. You you conversate. Bro, you, and I'd be watching you. I'm a people person. Why would you watch me? Because I'd be like, shh. Don't get caught up out here, bro. <laughs> it sounds like some bullshit, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Definitely bullshit. They all say. Anyway, sorry, bro. Moving on. You ain't on. gotta invite me to your party, bro. When I have You're a, not coming when, to my wedding. Wow, wow. See, now I feel like uh, <laughs> who was it? Since I'm, I'm in relationship. I feel like Kanye West. He's like Jay didn't even invite me to his second wedding. I'm like, bro, you went to the first wedding. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll feel some type of way if Jay didn't invite me to my second wedding, either, bro. So if I invited you to my first wedding and then I gotta get remarried to my first my wife, my same wife. Yeah, you feel supposed, some to type a, of, yes, supposed to be a memorable moment. Like, 
it's not even the fact of even if like you invite me and I'd be like, nah, bro, I don't even want to go. Like I went to the first one. That's my decision. But as a so like loyal shit that's like be my my home, but you, but you, also you supposed to be like yeah, come on. But also at He's the time though, he I was, want you to be there. At the time though, he was saying some like crazy shit about Jay Z. Well, I'm saying like I ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay, <laughs> so if I was, right, but if I was saying if, if so if you were saying shit about me and then I was like and then I didn't invite you to my wedding, a part of you'd be like I understand. No, you wouldn't be like that. No, hmm. no. Hmm. I'm I'm the type of person, bro. Like, if we really cool, like if we really on some shit, like we homeboys, mm. I'd be like, bro, I get it. We need to sit down. We need to talk about this. That's <laughs> like that's like that's like that's like right now. If I said some shit about you and you was like, bro, don't come back to the podcast, bro. <laughs> yeah, I would be on that. Or some shit <laughs> like that. See, just for that, we about to sign some papers. See, no, fuck that shit. No, we about to sign. No, some, if I if let I, check, I let me check your mail, make sure you know if I was in if here I was like, like that, that. It's, if I was getting paid, you start seeing some weird shit around here. Like, oh, wait, uh, why these why these mics have no, high quality? Before 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 we uh watch that movie, we're gonna sign some papers. <laughs> the end of, no, if you were, <laughs> no, but here's the thing, right? If you ever were to leave the podcast, you would get paid for every episode that you were he in. He thinks I am playing. It's true. We are signing papers. It's true. Bro. You be in every episode bro, that a, you were in. I need a five year contract. Bro. Five year contract. You got fucking LeBron James up in this bitch. If anything, I need like the one thirty two million contract, and then you're like my Shaquille O'Neal or Kyrie. But Shaquille O'Neal got more rings than them. Kobe. That's true, but Kobe. But the legacy, Kobe. the money. He's got more. But Shaq ain't. Hey, he didn't pass. Shaq me is ball. a cop now, so he's a what? A cop. A sheriff. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Shaq is a sheriff now. Where? <laughs> Where he fucking lives. How's he a sheriff? He decided he wanted to join. Okay, bro. We ain't talking about that. But I'm, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, right <laughs> now, if I had to choose between having more rings and then having more money, I would decide I would be. Bro, Kobe. do you know how much money? He doesn't have deal? much more than Kobe. Kobe has like miles. Kobe more has money. shoe deal, clothing deal. Shaq has movie shoe deals. deal, movie deal. Shaq doesn't have no movie deals no more. He's in he one movie. In he was in one movie, one and movie. that was uh fucking uh uncle. Uncle Drew. Yeah, Uncle Drew, which That's like, not the first movie he played in. He played a cop in the other movie. In that uh the little funny movie. He played a cop with the other guy. Other funny I don't, movie. I can't think of the name of it. When was that? A, he played hold on, because it was a black cop. <laughs> Maybe a, you gotta do was, the math like that. I don't I'm remember, like I don't, I'm just saying he was in a, he was in another movie. That's great, but I'm saying it's not consistent. What's the name of that movie? I'm saying it's not consistent enough to warrant okay, he got but, money. He doesn't. Kobe, well he does he's got more money than me. But he's <laughs> he has ring. Ooh, ring. Okay, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's endorsed. The National General, the insurance company. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, bro. He got money. ESPN money. He's a talk yeah. show host yeah. on ESPN. And meanwhile, Kobe's just relaxing, enjoying his money. That's fine. He has shoe deal money. That's <laughs> endorsement money. That's it. I'm saying... He, he doesn't have to I'm work a, Shaq, another day. Shaq doesn't have to work another day if he doesn't want to. Nah, I don't. I feel like that's if mother, bro. If Charles fucking Barkley. Well, can, Charles Barkley's different. Charles just loves the game so much that he's just like Charles has to work. He loves the game, All and right, he needs bro. to work. Okay, <laughs> I'm trolling right How now. How are we getting back on this? Conversation I'm, I'm trolling right now. We got. He doesn't want to sign these papers, bro. I'm not signing. He doesn't want to sign these papers, bro. No, because in, in the podcast world, though, you've only appeared. We both appeared in. Well, I've appeared in more episodes than you, I think, when you were sick. 
So you get paid for the amount of episodes that you were in consistently. Why are we talking about contract over podcast? Because you brought it up. I'm just saying. I just want to be stated saying, for the record. I just want to state in that case. we're going to sign some papers. I'm not signing. I'm having my lawyers read it up right quick. I'll have yeah. them drafted up right Please quick. Please have uh, and it Jamie Foxx, all them, whoever. Whoa, 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 don't be calling my friends out like that. Don't be, <laughs> bro, bro. So you think I bougie and everything. Everybody <laughs> I started drinking alkaline water, and then my friend Taylor's like, oh, you bougie now. I'm like, really? You got bougie. I just though. like alkaline water. Yeah. It's good. Eternal water, people. Drink Bruh. it. Daniel, you took Voss water and filled <laughs> it up from. Well, that was a joke. Well, that was a joke. From the sink that was and you that was a joke. And you drank. You got to realize that was a joke. But also, those containers are pretty nice. So fuck you. <laughs> I'm not gonna let those containers go to waste. You have a, you seen a Voss container? You have an excuse for everything. You know what? Everybody that says or anybody that says you have an excuse for everything. The world would be so fucked up if nobody could explain anything that was going on. So, one, I hate when people say you got excuse. No, for no, no, no. The world would be fucked up if, if people didn't learn how to accept some things. It's not about <laughs> it's not about having an excuse for everything. You, know but you have to be able to you accept something. You, know you, you, know you can't be like, oh, well, uh, yeah, I bought this car because, um, because I mean, I just bought the car. Just accept it. I bought the fucking car. This is why I no, because there's I a reason. The, I bought a well. I bought a car because I needed a car for transportation. That's the fucking. Look, see, look. Now we're, see, we're getting too deep into why you bought a car. Just accept you bought no, a car. No, no, because there's there's a meaning to everything though. But there's a meaning to everything. It's not. Everything that you do has an explanation, a purpose behind how come it, it. How come it can't be? Yo, I just throw the shirt on because I want to throw the. Because that's not. Even when you think it is, your brain is so complex. Your mind is so complex. There's a reason. There's a reason why I wore this white. I was feeling myself. That's not today. white. It's, it feels white. Your <laughs> <laughs> shirt is gray as fuck. It's, it's With gray, black spots on it. <laughs> it's gray in this lighting. It's actually um, more sand. But. <laughs> this, that's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is there's a reason why people do the things they do. It's never just random. You know? It's never senseless. <sighs> I should I should have said that with the Denzel voice. I should have put that up against the Denzel picture with his finger at his head or some shit. Damn. Next time though. All right, moving on. You gonna try it again? <laughs> There's no need to try again when you've made your point. All right, moving on. A uh, Black Widow movie finds its director in Kate Shortland, <laughs> and I don't know who Kate Shortland is. Uh, she looks uh, derpy. That's what you wanted to say, derpy. I, I guess. I'll say it. You know what? She you, looks derpy. But I'm not. She, I'm not. Behind that derpy visage is a talented filmmaker. Apparently so, but I don't like the way her eyes flow with her bang. <laughs> Queer eye for the straight guy. <laughs> her, her, her her bang kind of like falls off to, like to the like you know how the bang starts off like at the top of your forehead and then like folds down to your earlobe. Yeah. Her eyes are following that. And I, that's the part that I don't like. Well, her like. head is turned in this picture. It's not the most flattering picture. To She's like, her. take a picture like this. <laughs> you're mean. You're, AJ, you're I mean. I just don't like the picture, bro. AJ, you're a mean person. Who is she? <laughs> she's an she's a Australian director, perhaps best known for the Nazi drama lore. I haven't heard of that shit. Sorry. Uh, I'll watch it, though, after this. Uh, Nazi drama. <laughs> Uh, but basically, this movie—that's that's, it. That's, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but no. But what's crazy is she, she does not have agency representation, and Scarlett Johansson was a fan of her, and she pushed for her. 
So that's awesome. That's that, yeah, they have that camaraderie together. Yeah, people want to work together. Yeah, and she also directed some movie called Berlin Syndrome. I did see that. It was on Netflix. It was a Netflix original movie where this chick has a one night stand with this dude, and then she wakes up and she's like chained to this bed, and the dude has trapped her in his house, and he's like, you know, like making her cook for him and shit and all that stuff. It's pretty dark, but yeah, she has to figure out a way to like get out. It's nuts. Well, that's good that she she knows how to empower women, I guess, without <laughs> yeah. without embarrassing them. Yeah, and so, uh, because like you know, I think that, I think that's a big problem. I think that would be a big problem for me if I played if I did a black um black widow I can't even talk <laughs> a black widow movie. Yeah, like they're probably too much like sex and shit. And they're like, oh my god, you just want to see her. But that's the interesting thing about that character like, is that there is, is like sexy. like or that and that sex is a big part about her character and in the way that she uses it as yep. a weapon. So it's like, you know, yeah, if I was directing I'd say, hey, we got to have sex has to be a big part of this movie. Like, we're not going to have nudity or anything because it's a Marvel movie, but it, we have to, <laughs> you know, we have to like, it has to be a big part of the movie yeah. in her identity and, you know, and dealing with the concepts or, or the, I mean, that's how she moves. Like, it's literally how she moves. Everything like, she does, there's a like, purpose behind it. She walks to him, like, all sexy, and then just, like, whoops his ass. Yeah, she, or she, like... She's like, even when she calms down the Hulk, it's like, okay, come Oh, on. yeah, she strokes his all palm right. very yeah. seductively, yeah. like she was... Yeah, anyways. <laughs> it was you very know, erotic, the way they funny. shot that scene. Yeah, I was watching uh, Thor Ragnarok the other day. He's like, the sun's going down, big fella. sun's getting real low. <laughs> he's, he's like, getting sun's real low. Like, is he trying to hold his hand? What the fuck is yeah, going on? It's like, he's awkward real. as fuck. Yeah, something's getting real low. And he just wakes up like, Ugh. Yeah. But, you know, I think, uh, yeah, you're right. I think everything that she does has some something behind it. Like, the first Avengers, when she uh, uh, sees Bruce Banner, and her mission is to like, kind of keep Bruce Banner calm from yep. walking out, and she's, like, saying everything, like, all innocent mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like Not she's, to mention, it was like, they almost, like, did they date? They dated in the second one, yeah. Or in between the second one and in the second one. But it was like uh, the way they wrote her character in the first two Avengers, or in the first one, and in Iron Man two, was that she like didn't she always acted like she didn't know any better, or she didn't know anything, like she was like some dumb clueless girl. Mm-hmm. And then when you kind of like scratch off that layer, like she knew exactly what was going on. Right. She was just getting you to kind of like let your defenses down and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, I let my defense down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're done. Uh, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yeah, we want to get deeper into that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, my question, my my main question about this, um, which yeah. I think is good that Black Widows coming out with our own movie. I think well, it's good that Marvel is um is actually giving each character their own type of movie instead of being featured together yeah. because Black Widows only showed up in the Avengers. She's been in a lot of. She's been in well, Iron yeah. Man too. She's been in. The Avengers movies. She's been in uh, Civil War. She's been in Captain America mm-hmm. too. She's been in uh, Civil War. I mean, as far as comics, of course, she has her own comics and stuff like that. But like, as far as movies, all we know is Spider Man, Hulk, yeah, and Thor. Really, just got on the scene. Um, I think shit. Marvel's done a good job of like showing their making their B list or C list characters A listers sort yeah, of yeah, but kind of bringing them up to the spotlight. Because yeah, Iron Man, I remember when nobody like people read comic books and was like, oh, Iron Man, whatever. But you know, yeah. the thing is, they 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 are not only are they taking their B list actors and making them A listers, but they are keeping them in the spotlight. Like 
they, yeah. They're, yeah. they're recording. Yeah, all the time. Pronto. They got all a, the time. They got a system. They got a, a straight up. It's good system. I like it. But my question, my question oh, was, no. um, will we ever get past that point in this world? I, and I, I, my answer is no. But to you, as a male director, filmmaker, will we ever get past that point of a man making a feminist movie? Like, will we ever get to it, or will we? Yeah, can can we get past that? I mean, like, I of course, everybody's people are always gonna have their opinion about something. Like, oh, that was too sexist, or you not making the woman strong enough, and it's a male director, or this and the third. Like, do we ever get past the point of like, damn, like I he's just a guy making a movie from a man's? It's a man's perspective. And you know what? I think movie making in a weird way is. Uh, it's like an eye of the beholder type of situation. Okay. So it's like, like if we go way, way, way back to like Alien and Aliens mm-hmm. with Sigourney Weaver, who was like, everybody when that came out, or at least from the people who told me who saw it when it came out, mm-hmm. they were like, you know, like, oh, she was just a kick-ass woman and she was empowering and shit like that. And she was scared and she was, she was, she got to be like everything like a regular woman would be and stuff like that. But then you look at it from like, Fast forward now, people will say, oh, well, you know, it's just some man's overcompensation to make this female character everything a man is. And then a female director would say, I want to embrace the parts about her that are, that are like feminine. Like it doesn't have to be a masculine thing for her to kick ass and stuff like that. So it's all about like the perception of things. Through your eyes, so I, I don't think that'll ever. I don't think that'll ever change. Mm-hmm. And also, it's also like direct what you not direct what you know, but kind of co- when directors get projects, they have to have an understanding of on some level uh, of the script and then the characters. And with like Black Panther, mm-hmm. you know, even though it's not a female character, you know, it's a black character that's having to navigate, uh, you know, politics and stuff like that. And so it's like kind of a complex thing to navigate. If you're a white director, you have a difficult time, I think, making that movie. Like I don't, I think it could still be a good movie. It just wouldn't have those like nuances to it. Where like if you are a black audience goer, you'd be like, hmm, like whoever directed this knows what's up. Like they get it, you know. And so, you know, with the Wonder Woman thing, Wonder Woman is a good example because. I think it hit the right note in terms of like women when they watched it, something like clicked and they had like, I, I see it. I get it. Like I can relate to that. Cause mm-hmm. like, I think the thing with Wonder Woman or the challenge with Wonder Woman is how do you make her like relatable? Cause she's, she's gorgeous. She's awesome. Gotcha. She kicks ass. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But there was a side of her and that they added in the Wonder Woman movies that she's compassionate she cares for people. She's there's a nurturing quality to her, but that doesn't take away from her like that she can get shit done. But but the only reason the only reason why I digress with you on that one is because you had that line between one and Wonder Woman where she was from a different world. So yeah. the whole the whole ideology of like like if you if you if you took a, a woman that was born in America and she was in Britain or whatever the case where where they were in Wonder Woman and she was acting like that. Motherfuckers like, oh, why are you making her look dumb? Why are you making her look stupid? But that, but that was the, but that was the, but that was the point of that. But that was in that time time period. It was when women were more like 
it's like this. You put Wonder Woman in a context of you put her in like a British civilization or mm-hmm. in the 80s or not 80s, in the 40s or whatever. Right. Or it was, wherever. It was it. like the 60s or something. Yes. Like Good. I think it was the 40s. No, but it was like the 60s. It wasn't the 60s. The airplanes were definitely like. 60s. It was like 40s. But I mean, <sighs> we can back. I got to back check this. <laughs> Like, we got a fact check. They had right cars quick. and shit rolling down the road. It was definitely like the sixties. Let's see, Wonder Woman film time period. Come on, World War One. When was World War One? I? I failed sociology. No, I didn't. Social studies. Shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> sociology. That's why you can't talk to people. I can talk to people. I'm good at talking to people. Yeah. I okay. So we I were way. Dang. Well, I was closer. I 1914 dang. and 1918. So it was in the. <laughs> it was closer to the 40s than it was to 60s. All we right. were still off like 20 yeah, we years. Yeah, we were off a lot. Well, but, I was 40 years. You were 20 years. Yeah, so I was closer. But you know what's interesting? <laughs> yeah, you know what's interesting? Or right, to get back to my point, you put Wonder Woman in this society where women are kind of like. Not oppressed, but they're looked down upon and lesser viewed as lesser than and just like are just objects and stuff like that. And Mm so she's like, oh, wait, why do you like let him talk to you that way? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's almost like if the modern courtroom scene. Yeah. And like, I think women watching the movie, if they could put themselves in that situation, if you transport a modern day woman back into the that time period, they'd be like, oh, I'm not going to fucking let like take this. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let him talk to me that type of way. Whatever, and so, but that's beside the point. The part that I think that really clicked with Wonder Woman was, like, that people were talking down to her despite her capabilities of being able to handle herself in any situation, whether that is just talking, having a a debate with someone, or, you know, fighting. Right, right, right. You know, which, you know, we're not going to get into all that, because I know your stance is on <laughs> women's physical Go limitations, ahead, <laughs> but that's just my personal yeah, preference. Yeah, yeah. Bro. I mean, preference. Not, I mean, you prefer it to be that way. Uh, anyway, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you talking about, about kidding. how women I'm kidding. look? I'm and kidding. Stuff like that? No, no, no. Remember the whole football conversation we had? Yeah, you remember? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Place lick, place lick right now. But anyways, I'm just. I, I think that yeah, like I feel like every woman at some point in their life has had like a man talk down to them, not even knowing that they were talking down to her. You know, like, they just were like, no, you don't really know this. Like, let me handle it, you know? Like, you're a girl. I don't want you to do this, blah, Such blah, blah. It's a thin line, bro. It is a thin line, right? I have a problem, I have a problem with that now. Like, it's, it's not, and, and not even, like, like, not even the thing about it is, like, even in my relationship with my girl, like, I'm the type, I'm you a man. do everything. I'm a man's man, yeah. <laughs> you're a man's man. But fuck, boy. Daniel, you're fucking light skin. First off, I am lighter skin than you. You are blacker skin, than me. You're right. You're light skin. Would you still call yourself black? <laughs> yeah, I'm still. <laughs> nah, I'm still a dark dude, though. But anyway, bro. Trait. Point being, <laughs> point being is like I'm the I'm the type of guy like I'm, I, I open the door. I, I make sure I open the door. Yeah, that's great. When things happen, I make sure I'm the first one on scene to help out. Like I, that's I, great I, quality. I, no, I'm saying I'm the type to be like, yo, why are you calling? Why would you call a record truck? I could change your tire. You know what I'm saying? That the, I can fix that guy yeah. from holes. I can fix that. This motherfucker trying to joke. No, I'm saying you are. You are the I can fix that guy. I'm just I'm like, saying. Like if something was wrong, I would, I would 
Yep, let you fix stuff for me. <laughs> but even even you said, even, even you said, bruh, if you ever end up in a wheelchair, bruh, <laughs> life is going to be hard for you, bruh. I did say that, like, yeah. It's going to be hard for you because like that's just the type of person. <laughs> I can get in the bed myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's not funny. For every, anybody who's listening who is in a wheelchair, I'm, it's not funny. I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the notion of AJ in a wheelchair being stubborn and not taking help. So I, I, I mean, like I don't know, like I, I don't know. I, well, I, what's the thin line? I'm waiting for the thin line. Part. I mean, because the thin line, the thin line is the fact that like I'm the type of man that like wants to take care of everything, make sure everything's done, and not to say that I'm bossy. But I'm saying but it's just like let me let me do it like this. I know, so well, we can get it done. Well, well, that's well, that's the thing. What if like say it's some car issue, right? And your girl knows about car stuff too. Like she knows the same amount that you do, but she has a better solution to fix it. But because you I'm open know, to better solution. Are you though? Yes, I am. It, like okay, no, 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 no. This is the part. No, this is the part where I fall off. If I'm sitting here like, "Yo, we need to do this," blah 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 blah, and I start to do it, and then you just be like, "Nah," just like if you just if you're if, the type of person that just like takes over, that's the part I don't but, like. Okay, but what if? But if you just be like, "Yo, maybe we need to blah 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 blah," or if you if you be like, "Yo, nah, for real," like AJ. You need to put the the red wire with the red. But I think the problem, black one with the black one. But I think the problem in real life, it becomes. It's not even that. It's that. I think some men think that they're just right, and I don't think you're that guy. I don't think I'm not saying you're that guy. Yep. I just think in certain situations, sometimes men just think, "Oh no, I'm right in this situation." Like I'm like, what I some yeah. some guys like what I say goes in this situation right now, and then. I'm sure there's a woman out there like, all right, do do the stupid shit that you think you're gonna do. You gonna well, I, think that, I think every man has that little like quirk to them. I, I'm not like you said. I'm not saying that every person is just like, oh, I'm fucking right. Red is red, red is green, and red <laughs> is blue. Like, like, and that's that's <laughs> final say stuff. So. That's what I just say. It's my house. Like, <laughs> it's my house. <laughs> If you end up like that, I'm gonna start laughing. But I mean, every, no. But I, th- I just feel like every man has that quirk, and it's like, damn. In instance, in instance, let's say, and we've totally got so off topic. I know, but this is what makes this podcast fun. But um, for instance, like, you be like, let's say, let's say you go to the bar or something with your girl, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine, just imagine, <laughs> just imagine. Fuck you. Just like that. <laughs> I'm like, but uh, drinks and stuff come up to like. Eighteen dollars. You're like, nah. Like, to take the twenty, give her the twenty. And then she'd be like, no, I don't want to give her the twenty. I said, give her the twenty. That's a tip. Da, 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 da. You would be mad because you're telling your girl, okay, this is my money. Blah 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 blah. Give her the tip. But because she's like bluntly just saying, like, no, I don't want to do that. Because on your mind, you're like, I have a reason. Just like you said, everybody has a reason for whatever they do. You have a reason for why you're giving the whole twenty. And, and but what if the girl, what if your girl, like, was beefing with the girl? Yeah, and I would say, and the reason why I would not argue with her is because I don't money. Want, it's one I want to save money, <laughs> and two, I'm not trying to get in a fight with my girl unless it's a real, real fight. Like unless it needs to be a fight that I, you know, got to learn when to fight your battle. So but I wouldn't just, be in that situation. But I, a, but I understand. This I just example. feel like I just feel like a lot, like a lot of men in the sense of it, like you don't like being embarrassed in front of people. Like you like you like the I'm every fine. man. No, 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 every man. I don't fuck that. I'm fine. Shit. I'm fine. <laughs> if every man, when you are, especially in front of people or in front of crowds, in front of uh, peers and things like that, you don't, bro. You don't like to be ruled over. 
I mean, like if you say something, you like for your word to go and go smooth about it. Because if you, if you sit there and you be like, if you tell your girl to do something in front of your spouses and or, or your nah. homeboys or something like that, and she be like, nah, you get it. Or she's like rude about it, you'll be like, the fuck? Like, well, one, she you'll be mad right. as fuck. But one, would you, I mean, I'm using that as an example. I know, I know, but, I know, but I'm just saying that I, 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 myself personally, I don't, I don't feel, I wouldn't be like that. I wouldn't be like, oh, could you get me a like, drink right quick or whatever. Unless it's built on like a mutual respecting, like we're doing things equally. Like you asked me to go get something for you, I'll get it for you, whatever. And then if I do it, it or then I ask you to do and she's that. Like, no. And she's like, no. Then I would be like, hey, what the fuck? Like I thought we were cool. But if it's just like you're just on some like show off shit in front of your family, like, hey. Be a doll. Get me like oh, a drink right no, quick. No, no, no. no. I'm not like, even talking about on that level. I know, but I'm just a, saying. I'm just saying. There's like a. I think it's all. It I'm all just, comes I'm, down to a, the the people themselves and their boundaries on and and you know what they they think is coming from you and blah blah blah. And it, it's a whole interesting thing because everybody is different when it comes to that, right. and their quirks in that sense are different. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost a hard conversation or debate to have because it's like, I get where you're coming from. I completely understand where you what you're saying, mm-hmm. but you know it's it's different, different levels. I guess, bro. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I mean, like I, said, I just think like you know, I don't know. No, you know. I think, I think every no, because I feel like just every man has had. I'm every, to every man had. You haven't had it because you're young. <laughs> asshole I choose playing. not to have a girl Hey you pimping okay. out here bro Yeah I am living out here I'm, I, I can said t- pimping but okay. I'm not pimping out here They don't make money from me <laughs> The point being is like Every man doesn't want to be Every man wants to know that they're a man bro Like but what makes- there's, no, there's no such thing No it's not It's not See, and this is where that boundary falls but in. But I think, like, women be like, what you mean, man? I mean, you got a penis, don't you? No, no, no. Right but, then. Well, like, well, you don't want to be Let's dick. not delve into your personal no, arguments, dude. okay? But I'm just saying. What? <laughs> I just want to. Fuck off. I'm sorry. But, no, I just. But I think that's 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 a, a goldmine of movie material that we haven't really delved into because I don't think there's been enough men in the film industry to really. Try to delve deep into that question, like what is a man? What makes a man? And all that stuff. I think we got to figure it out in real life first, bro. But, and, and I think that's the interesting thing. I think. Well, how about this one? How about this one? Daniel Junior. Daniel Junior. Yeah. Daniel Junior. He'll, he'll, he'll be here in two. I months, never named my kid Daniel Junior. He'll be here. In Some two people months. don't know me. Don't pretend like I'm having a baby. <laughs> bro, you having a baby? You're having a baby before I have a baby. This bro, is you're fact. having a baby, bro. Daniel Jr.'s here. <laughs> you go, Danny, put that down. Your wife, your girlfriend, baby mama, whatever, goes, no, he can hold on to that. Pick it back up. Because that's just, she feels it's okay. But you said, as a man, Danny, put that down. Now, what do you do in that situation? Well, my wife overruled me on that one, so. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm about to say, like, bro, like. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, I would say, hey, like, I think that that, whatever thing he's holding is going to, he's, he's going to hurt himself with it. So I think he should not have it. And then my wife would either be like, well, let's just say for drama's sake, she'd be like, oh, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, well, he's going to learn this lesson. And when he gets hurt. You don't do that to a child. I'm not doing it to him. 
No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, like, I'm like. But I'm, but I, but because like, because to me as a man, as a man, if I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, son, put that down. But one, that's and but, she, and she but one that's not me. even. But one that's not even about on some man stuff. That's that's a, a deeper problem in the sense of like. You're, you and your wife not being on one accord about how you should raise your children. So that's a deeper thing. No. It is a deeper thing. You don't one, overrule me in front of my child, bro. But you sometimes might if, need if, to if get checked. Okay, so then at that point, you'd be like, okay, look, we need to talk about this. But see, we, need to, we need to be like, but see, here's some, you talk to me in the back. You don't sit here and overrule me about what I say in no, front of my see, child. No, because then at that point, that, that does a, a whole nother problem. Okay, because when your child is old enough to understand, when your child is 12 years old, you say, put your phone down. Mama said I can have a phone. Well, that's just. I said you just, can put the phone. I but, said but, put the phone. But there's down. always a good cop, bad cop. Mama. And, no, but it's true. There's always a good cop, bad cop in a, a parenting situation. It, you're either going to gravitate more when you get older towards your mom or your dad. It's never both. You're going to do it, but your child will never. I don't know about your child. Yeah, my child's gonna be awesome. He's gonna be fucking awesome. (laughs) But my child is not gonna ever disrespect me and say, "But Mama said I can do it." And sit there on that phone. But here's, but here's, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Don't you? And this, I'm just speaking out. My child, I'm just speaking for the women out there. My child will get disciplined. But But I'm speaking for the women out there. Don't you think that you need to be overruled? Occasionally, because one, and don't you think she might have some equal say in the matter because she one gave birth to the fucking kid. Gave some, had like suffered for hours to give birth. Bro, you you kid. never, bro. The thing is, you never lose your place as a mother. So you have say so in things, but you but cannot, she should have some. You don't she have, have some pool. She's no, had bigger pool than. Not, no, no, no. It's not about the pool. It's it's fine. It's fine if she if her if her point. Makes but if you more said sense, something, but she says it. But it's, it's the it's the fact that you're overruling me in front of my child. That ta- if he's that four, takes away from me as a man. If he's four, or how old is the kid? Whatever, twelve. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter if they understand that no means no, and then you overrule. Well, maybe me. that's it, They grow into that. I don't think so. I think. Oh my god! I think it's. Bro. Di- I think I'm it's going, now if it happens, I'll make sure I adopt my nephew when he comes. But if it, from you, bro. but if it cap happens multiple times, and I heard that if it happens <laughs> multiple times, then yeah. But like, you can't let it slide one time. Like bro. you can't pull it to the side afterwards and be like, "Hey, I thought you were wrong on that one." Okay, but I'm but you, okay. But no, no, I'm saying I wouldn't. I'm saying I wouldn't start argument in front of I the child like or some shit like that. I feel like you would. So you, you, you <laughs> catching Petty. every little point? Yes, you Tom are. Petty. But the point I'm saying is, as a man, you don't want that taken away from you. You don't want your you don't want your voice as a man. You don't want your dignity as a man to be t- stripped from you. Dignity, <laughs> yes, just like from okay, just like okay, just like as a woman though, you will respect your you if your if your wife let's. Flip the roles, yes, vice right. versa. If your wife or whoever was like, put that down, you but like, no, nah, you, you can pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I don't care what she say. She go, she's gonna break down crying like I don't know if she would dude, break down crying as well. I'm just saying putting your ass through the ringer. Sensitive. I'm just talking about women's sensitivity. I mean, you might. Well, I, I don't. About. I'm just saying, not all girls cry when you. Well, do not. Some it's not even about. Shit. It's not even about crying, but it's the fact that like <laughs> they, will they, they would be mad at me on some shit. Like, how are you just gonna do that? How are you just gonna take my word from me? You can be like, I, I said it was okay for him to play with it. I thought it was right, but after she said no, wrong. regardless, bro. Then you get the some, but 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 here's the thing, bro. When your mom tells your child not <laughs> to do something, you're not gonna over rehearse. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about that's what you're that, That's about. what I'm just saying. Moms in general are fierce. They're like, they're like, 
they're protective over their cubs. It's our it's our man. It's our man. We have our place, blah blah blah. But like I'm just saying, if we we all this can all be avoided. One, if you check your your ego and your fucking pride at the door, it's like it's like what did you say? Did you say your fucking something stripped away from you? Strip what was it? Your pride. Was it pride? Was it pride? Or dignity, know. you know? Yeah, <laughs> You confuse me because you're trying to be serious, but like I'm not you've been be petty the whole time. I'm not petty. I'm just saying it's kind of funny when it's like, like if I was like, I was like think about it from my perspective. If I was like, if I was like, yeah, son, you can't hold that, and then my my wife is like, no, he can play with it, and then in my mind I'm like on some anime shit, like how dare she strip me? It's fucking. <laughs> but I'm sure that's how you feel though. No, okay, Daniel, I'm telling you, bro. She'll have your ass. You be like, yeah, I'm going to put 87 in here. And she'll be like, no, put 93. <laughs> How dare you strip my dignity? I wouldn't be like that. Everything. Everything. Then everything you say will go. Like, she and will no. be wearing the pants in a relationship. Well, there's always going to be a good cop, bad cop. I don't know it's about. It's not about good cop, bad cop. It's but about. That's the, that's, but that is what it is. When it comes to kids, that's, yes. But mm-hmm. we're not talking about from a kid's point of view. We're you, talking are about, you just talking about in life? We're talking about as a man. You, talk, no, 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 no. We're saying as a man to a woman. Where is that line drop? Please, but everybody, you, if y'all are listening, please <laughs> comment, call I'm in to Daniel's phone, 919. I'm, I'm personally saying it depends on the per- other person's boundaries because it's a relationship. So you it's have to know people's. You have to know people's boundaries. So, like whoever's so, going to marry you, they got to know your like fucking your pride is easily hurt. So like. <laughs> just got, y'all like, should have seen the fucking face I just made. Yeah, right here, it was. Bro. Yeah, because it's. I mean, it's, it's not about pride. It's bro. your dignity. I, I know it's your dignity. No, Daniel, <laughs> you want to be the man in the relationship, yes or no? I mean, there's not, there's never gonna. But but here's where you're getting, where I'm coming into conflict with you. When you're saying you want to be the man in re- the relationship, you're already the man in re- the relationship, unless literally. you're married to a, another man literally. or something like that. Literally, yes. Yeah, so you you already got that. You feel comfortable in that situation. Now you're making it like, oh, if I'm the man in the relationship. Certain things that I say should need to should need to just go off the rip. If I say it first, then you gotta go with it, and you might not like agree with me, but just pull me to the side afterwards and like tell me I was wrong. But don't do it in front of my kids. Damn, and I'm like, no, because what you're saying, what you're saying is like, yo, I'm gonna be, the, I'm gonna be in a relationship. I'm gonna have a wife. I'm gonna pay for the bills. And I'm gonna be in my house and I'll be quiet. I never said Sometimes, that. I never that's said the way, that. but that's the way you're. That's I the way said, you're putting it. I, no, I said that's the way you're putting it because it's like, well, she has a word too. Blah blah blah. And, and no, we're not was, saying we're not saying we're stripping them of that. The thing is, mm, you can't mm. be a man and just be like be in the house because well, you well, because you, at you, times you. at times it's gonna be things. Whether you have a boy or girl, it's gonna be things that she's gonna be like, yo. I need you to talk to this child, and, you can and she's that. not gonna keep coming. But she's not gonna keep calling coming to you saying, yo. Wake your ass up! I need you to talk to the child. You know, like you funny? sometimes you, you know just have to wake up and be like, "Yo, I'm supposed to step in and I'm supposed to say this as but, a man." But you know what's funny though? But you know what's funny? I agree with you halfway on that, but only because one, there's just certain things that you know they're gonna need you to do. They're gonna want you to do. It's the relationship. That's it's it's just how it goes. What things like something they might not need to do? Hey, my car my car broke down, and you're and like. Hey, I got you, boo. I'm on my what way. What do you do in that situation? Shh, I'm going to drive up <laughs> over there with my fucking set of tools, and I'm going <laughs> to fix that car. Damn. You know what? Because my Damn. kid is in that car, and, and it's hot, and it's in the summer, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to be a superhero Damn. for my son. You keep your forks, knives, <laughs> and spoons in a small suitcase in a drawer, It's not bro. a suitcase. It's actually a dining <laughs> set. 
a dining set, actually. Not a suitcase. Cash. Damn. Uncultured much. Come on, bro. But 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 it, no, but that's the real thing. When you get called upon to do something, you do it. Now also sometimes you have also to jump helicoptering. Into action. And also helicoptering. I would be a helicopter dad. I would watch my kid. Not at yeah, at all times, especially, you know, just to be like, Hey, what you doing? Mm, what you doing? No, you a hover ass motherfucker. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure hey, he might resent me, but I'm gonna be like, Hey, you still alive. You can't have that. You can't you, have it. They can, they, okay, there, there, there can be things that they dislike about what's going on that you may say, but then you cannot just be like, hover, 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 a junior's in there watching porn on his. Oh well, I wouldn't be like that. I'd be watching, like, he's watching it on his. I wouldn't say he's porn. watching on his tablet. You might need to say something to him. Well, I caught him. <laughs> well, I got the I got the camera and the audio in his room. It's like saw, future you. I saw him. I saw him, baby. I did. I promise. What I pro- is? Why are you playing fucking uh the you, Godfather or some shit? No, that's that, the Godfather. No, it, it is the God. That make you offer you can't refuse. No, I didn't do that. You did. See, that's your. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is. <laughs> If and one, if I saw my son watching porn, I'd just be like, Scoot "I want to." No, I'd be, I'd be, quiet, I'd be quiet. I'd be like, "I want to see what he's, what is he into?" <laughs> I just want to know. Like, I'm just curious. How does his mind work? You know. And then that's it. But that's, but that's all there is to it. And if it became like an addiction, I'm like, "Bro, you gotta like I ease swear, back." When the child comes, <laughs> I am adopting this child. Bro. You gotta ease back. I feel like my kid would be like more open. He'd be like a Jaden Smith type. He wouldn't be wearing skirts and shit, but he'd be like. <laughs> He'd be like more that's like crazy. that's the first thing you come up with. But I'm saying most people think when they see Jason with the skirt shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, hey, I would be like he would be more open to thought and his place, and he'd feel more comfortable as a man, his place as a man. I, I wouldn't want him to have pressure on like oh, like I have, I have to do so much. I'm like that stuff. Is it's not come. about. Do- I know, but 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 I'm, like- let me finish it. I'm just gonna say, hey, there's stuff that you're gonna naturally gonna want to do and need. And gonna, you know, instinctively do because it's just how you're built, blah, blah, blah. That's it. That's all that that's all it is. But you know how but I feel society has made it so stressful upon us, especially as black men, that mm-hmm. there there is a need to like overcompensate for everything. And it's like almost it would make an interesting movie, I think, to delve into that. Masculinity and then being a what a man is as a black Black man, it's like that's interesting shit because it's it's probably different for different uh, races. I think. Do you do you know who I feel like who I I I hundred percent can say besides of course all the military shit in the oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really feel like I'm like an equalizer. <laughs> You're not an equalizer. <laughs> You're not an equalizer, but I think you get shit that done. Character. It's the fact of I know how to do things. <laughs> I do think I jump in the act, but he jumps in the action without anybody jump. telling him. It's great. It's great to do that, but there's always a dark side. But to I feel like there was no. Over, there's, there's always a cost to jumping into stuff without thinking. I'm saying manly wise and then relationship wise. Even manly wise, there's consequences for doing shit without thinking it through all the way. You, you think it through all the way. You have to think about everything you but, do. But in your but oh, now you agree with me when I say. No, no, There's no, no, logic no, no. behind everything that you do. No, no, no. <laughs> See how I'm good? I just no. finessed my boy into agreeing with me. See, you think about the good. things you do, but sometimes it's just like, I did it just because. Bro. <laughs> you do. Bruh. I'm not fucking with you. Dude. This is a good this is a good podcast though. I like this. Because sometimes <laughs> we do have to delve into stuff that's it like this to me is interesting only because it's like 
It's there, something that hasn't really had its finger or, or or the pulse of that has never really been touched upon in movies. That's for sure. And that's why I'm talking about it because I'm like, that would be an interesting thing to explore. Because I think... Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Because I, I think, you know, women right now are just realizing that the wealth of material that they could be making mm-hmm. or that they haven't had a chance to make, but they've been thinking about making for years. And so now we're going to, as like males, we're going to see it from their perspective their stories and their, you know, all that stuff and be like, oh, shit. So that's what, you know, like, I didn't understand before, but now I get it. I don't know. It's a whole experience because girls can't relate to guys in certain things. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so, like, when they look, but they've had to watch our shit for, like, decades, and they've been like, oh, okay, well, I get it. Like, action movie guys doing Guy stuff, blah blah blah, and they could like that, but then they're just like, well, you know, I like something like Twilight, you know, where it's like fantasy based and like it's very intimate, blah blah blah, and the shit sells. But it's like, you know, there's something to be said about how you know females make movies versus how how men make movies. Like we need an equilibrium in that. <laughs> we need it. I'm just saying. Well. All right, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm still sticking with it, man. I think there just has to be some level of dignity <laughs> as a man <laughs> to be able to step to, to, my dignity. Yeah, to be able to just, just step up and get things done and make like just make it happen, bro. Like it's great to make things because happen. Because like I said, you, if you, if you, honestly, <laughs> honestly, Daniel, I'm gonna tell you to your face right now. Oh, here we go. Here I'm we go. I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. On go, this people. podcast, bro, you get married to somebody, bro. Ugly, whatever. So I think I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, you didn't let me finish. Ugly, like cute, bad, fat, whatever. However, you want to put it, whoever she is. If you think you're about to just be in that house to pay bills why does and be he, quiet. Why do you think I'm just going to be in I'm my just house? Saying, and, and, okay, and one, no, one, when I take it, I take offense, first of all, to just saying I would be. In the house paying the bills because one, I'm gonna be working on these movies, so I'm not gonna be in the house that often. <laughs> when you come I'm home, <laughs> but then when I come back, you know, I'm gonna spend some quality time with my kids. We gonna hang out, you, you know. Miss it. I think you miss it. No, no, no. But I'm, but I'm just saying the reality of my situation. Like that's what it looks like when. Okay, when we're well, why you going making movies? If you think when you come back, you're just about to hover. You gotta hover. and and you gotta not hover. and and not put the people in check how they're supposed to put be put people in, in check. check. I'd be like, hey, what's your family? So I just run up on my wife. I'm like, hey, just so you know, just because I've been gone for six months, she's gonna be cheating mean- on you. Wow, dark. that's that's it. That's dark. point. But actually, right, actually, actually, that's not true. Only because I've seen so many married couples for directors. That don't have a hard time about this shit, bro. We well, we need to talk to some married people. Yeah, we I'm need not to. married. We yet. need to I'm because one, I feel yet. like you'd be way too hovering over your wife. You she can't go nowhere by herself. You crazy as hell. So you know. So after what you just told me, you think six? It's not about going. If you're it's married, not about going. See, I, you're, that's if what, you're gone that's for six months, you're, you're gone for six months, and you're talking like you think. Like in your mind, do you think like we're not talking? Like we're just like I'm gone for six months, Bruh, If I'm going, okay. If I'm a director, and I'm going for six months, and my wife ain't doing nothing but just being around the house. Let's say if she's just around the house, I'm be like, yo, she doesn't have to be around. No, the listen, house. hold on. Let me listen. Listen, I'd be like, come with me. Why not? <laughs> You can go shopping. It's a vacation for you. I'm it's working. Not. Why not be together? Because she has she's her at own home, life. 
Bro, her own job. If we're married, that's what. Listen to what. That's what I'm saying. If she's, that's why I said. If she's just sitting around the house, that's what. Listen, but why to what I'm does everything revolve around sitting listen, around the house listen, with you? Like listen, it's not realistic. Can you let me finish? No, it's just not realistic. Like everything that you're saying. Bro, if you're paying all the it. bills, bro, you say yourself, bro. If I wouldn't you had pay the money, all the bills if you had the money. You would not force your wife to work. No, I totally would be like, hey, if you want to work, cool. And she would probably want to work. Most you don't have anybody to. I, Damn. I don't, I don't, but I'm just saying most of the powerful women in my life that I know that I've dated yeah. are very assertive women who want to work. That even if they got money like that, they like doing stuff. I, I don't I don't date women that are just like, oh, I want to go like like if I had money, I just do nothing all day. It's like, no, they would have shit they want to do for their own gratification. I got you. So But I'm saying there are women out here that, that I don't, do that. Well, I'm not gonna but say I'm that. Say, I don't you probably run into them. I mean I've had run-ins with that type, but I have never seriously dated any. I'm not, people. but I'm not. I'm not putting it on you. I'm just saying in the general circumstance, just like I'm, it's just like it's dudes out here. I'm putting it in the general circumstance, Daniel. Eh. And I think you're taking it personal. I don't want you. I'm not taking it, it personal, but I'm just looking at it from a, a wider lens. Yeah, there's women out there, but the vast majority, I think, are like pretty working class. Sure, I think, but the places that you go to, you will find. The other people that we're talking about. It just depends on where you're finding these women. Again, sure. <laughs> I get what saying. you're saying. I get what you're saying. saying. But the fact of the matter is, it's take a possibility. Personally. I don't think you, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want you to take it personal. I'm not personal. But I'm it. just saying, some, you don't see a somebody may, somebody may, you damn sure don't see one on mine. You sweat, though. You sweat, Whatever. Man. I might, you got oily skin. I'm black. <laughs> I'm black, too, but I'm cool. You light skin. How? All right. It just, it's just, right it's now. just people. It's just people that may not take that easily, bro. And you being gone for six months to direct. I feel a like a woman, a woman, whether she's working or not, even if you're talking or whatever the case is, once you come back home, if you're not making it your home, if you're not sitting <laughs> here, if you're, if you, if you just come in here on some like job shit, like I don't know what, I don't know what that is, like. All right, I just want to play my PS4 and VR. And- no. All right, bro. I'd be like, hey, babe, let's go celebrate. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> now, if we had kids, and I couldn't be like, I'm back, bitches. I'd be like, I'm back, guys. Apple <laughs> <laughs> cider. Here's some ice cream. <laughs> and then they go to sleep, you know, some Barry White starts playing, you know. Sing a song about Barry White. <laughs> you want to hear? My very white voice. No, no, no. I said sing a song about I'm never ever gonna quit. You don't know that song? You don't know it either. I know that song. Finish singing it. Well, like, hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Well, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that probably sounded really creepy on the opposite end. I'm sitting here with the headphones headphones on. No, but whatever. Sound like you farted very bad, bro. Don't talk to me about farts. (laughs) Listen. Let's move on from this conversation because obviously talking about that. female directors just triggers your dignity. So let's it move does, on. I'm just I'm, I'm triggered. Saying I don't easily triggered. I don't want to be a director to try to do a female based movie with a star. <laughs> of, you know, I just don't. I, I just I just I just want us to get past it to be like, yo, that shit was creative. That I mean, you can. Uh, because because at the same point, even if you're looking at it broad, uh, a, a broader lens, bro, you have women out here. You have women out here, bro. You have every aspect from a woman that's on crack. You got yeah. a woman that's on crack. That's okay, still, Zack Snyder. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying that that works every day. That is 
Yes. I mean, yeah, but it's called, not like real work, though. It's like, eh. Bro, crack is a rich man's drug, bro. Eh. What are you talking about? Eh. Doctors do crack. Eh. It's a little different. They though. do cocaine. What? It's the same cocaine, shit. Cocaine, crack is. Mm, it's a Bruh. Different. Cocaine is that, a rich and that, man's. And that's, and that's the spectrum. Cocaine and is a rich man's but drug. That's, but that's the spectrum that I'm talking about. You still have those people who can live in five million dollar mansions, do drugs every day, and mm. not do anything. You can still have people in five. Million oh, I'm pretty sure they're doing. They don't do anything. I feel like when you say they don't do anything, you're like really oversimplifying it. Because like to do cocaine and the, those drugs, like you have to have a I mean, amount of income, I mean, so you have to work. Like I mean, the spouse. <laughs> and the spouse has to work. No, you don't, bro. They do. They do. Right, one, we I think we really have to move. Past I'm just it. saying, if I was because married to a cocaine or something, I'd be like, I really feel some type of way about my my financial security if something were to happen, or he just spiraled out of control and we divorced or something. I really need to, you know, get shit popping just as a security. Who's measure. that? Who's that? That was doing cocaine on a boat and they got a picture. On, on oh, G Easy and Halsey. They were both rich though, so it's different. <laughs> and they were on vacation. So fucking what? <laughs> I just you don't just, you don't just be like I'm going on vacation. I'm gonna do coke. Nobody well, does that for, shit for for drug users. If you're going on vacation in a yacht, secluded from police, in the middle of the ocean, you don't I, think he does coke on a regular basis? Oh, he! I know for sure he does coke on a regular basis. But I'm saying he he decided to do it out in the open publicly like that because he was like, oh, we're on a fucking yacht. Okay. Blah blah blah. And he has to but make that music to. But those are the you know, different spectrums of. That's what I'm saying. I know they there's have different money spectrum, to do it. But we're getting off topic because it's not about you know. It not, is about it. It's not about what we started the conversation it about was, women about. It was. It was. If 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 everybody realizes that there's Everybody. someone like that in every space, just like if you look at Precious, bro. Yeah, but that was dramatized like way too much. Like when you watch it, it's a good movie, but I'm like, all right, this part was dramatized like way too much. I know it. The way they did it was so like exaggerated for drama's sake that I couldn't take it completely seriously, even though I knew it was a, a real thing. But imagine how many black people or black women or women it's, in general that or oversized women or whatever the case, whoever it was, criticized it. Yeah. Versus it being okay, this is a creative movie. This is a movie. That, is it a creative movie though? In the fact of there is somebody out here that is like this person. I don't know if that movie was that creative. I thought it was pretty dramatic, though. I didn't watch. You didn't watch the movie, but you want to talk about it? I'm just playing. No, you better have watched that movie. I'm gonna be mad if you. Yeah, I have watched that okay. movie, bro. Okay. But I'm just saying, it's people out there like that, and I think if everybody realizes, bro, instead of just being so defensive and being so on edge, I feel like the movie world could be a lot better. That's point. That's that's just the point. I'm but don't saying. you feel like we're headed in that direction though, with we the type are. of movies we're making? We are, but I'm just saying. That's why I asked, when would that point come? I think like, it's how, here. Like how do you? Well, I just damn sure not here. It's here. I mean, it's here. But you know, just because it's here, the way we live now, you know, it, back in the '80s or I think things got too personal. Been, but it's always been that way. It's just now there's a platform where you can actually read and get. At. You want to know why I don't agree with you on that? Because in Hollywood, back in, uh, again, I'll just say starting with the 90s and stuff, you have the big time directors and people like that who would sexually harass people. The same scandals is coming up now. Sexually harass people and then come out and put a movie out 
and people will support them and not say anything. I don't know. Now, now you have directors who may have a domestic violence case, and they'll be like, "No, you shouldn't direct a movie about a woman because you have this past, or you have this, this, that, and the third. Yeah, but I, but I just said you because social media, or because of the way that the way the way the world works now, is every information is accessible anywhere. Whereas back in the day, if you had a report on you on like in a newspaper, like there was a whole spread about yeah. your shit. Your shitty things you did, then your perception would go down or up depending on what happened. So, yeah. you know, it's just it's the same. It's the same thing. It's just it's evolved in a weird way. But I guess. But you know, like I think now, like if I was like, I don't know. I don't personally think any man or any man that's like hit hit a woman or whatever should direct a movie about like female empowerment shit unless he's done some. Unless the movie itself is about like abuse and what that. The effects of it, like if it, like if the main character is like a man that's like abusing a woman or some shit, and then he somehow seeks redemption or some shit, I'd be like, okay, that's his story. He wants to be that redeemed. Sounds like a, a petty movie, a redeem, a redemption movie. Yeah, but I'm like, if somebody wants redeem, like if say the person themselves wanted, like they changed, like mm-hmm. this was back when they were like sixteen or seventeen or some shit, right. and they found out about it, I'd say, hey, maybe. I say maybe maybe he deserves maybe maybe he deserves to write this movie about whatever. Like there's movies like that that I watch all the time that I'm like maybe this is that person trying to like work something out. I think movies in general have that effect on people. When you watch a movie, you kind of might be working something out in your head. You might be like applying it to your life in some way. The best movies. The, the best, best movies. Yeah. Sometimes you, stuff that you lived. In. Yeah, and so you know like a. A good example in the '90s, like a uh, Boys in the Hood, fucking uh, mm-hmm. uh, Menace to Society, you know, all directed by you know uh, black young black directors who mm-hmm. like had good perspectives on on uh, that culture and stuff like that, and it was like accurate. Like when you could look back on it, you'd be like, yeah. That shit goes on, but at the time it was like crazy. Like I remember, I was really young, like super young, and like there was this article. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sixty-five now. <laughs> I was, yeah. but yeah, like was with the menace. Yeah, with menace to society, there was this whole scene with the crackhead. It was like, let me suck your dick, man. Like you know, he's mm-hmm. like, just, you know, give me some crack, man. Like mm-hmm. and blah, blah blah, and like people were like so like appalled by that scene mm-hmm. that like directors were like, no, this is like. It's, it's not dramatized like crack kids will literally know. try to suck your dick for crack right. like it's not rocket science like this is a reality here and so you know it's like is it dark yeah is it fucked up yeah well, it's precious over dramatized yeah precious was way over dramatic when i it's just the issue that's the side thing with lee daniels that I, you know we could go into but lee daniels does the utmost shit to just try to like the only time i saw that he like put his personal shit in the well, he's put his personal shit in his work before, but like there was a scene in Empire where like this, where like uh, Terrence Howard finds out his son is like cross dressing or some shit, mm-hmm. and he like picks him up and throws him in the dumpster, and then <laughs> yeah, I've, I've that, that evokes a certain emotion or a certain reaction when you say it out loud, yeah, or even, or even if you watch it, and then he's like, uh, early Daniels is like, yeah, that happened to me for real, and I was like, okay, so that's you as an artist putting your shit. Mm-hmm. 
in the thing and it making the content that much better. And it feels like it's over dramatized. But that was the one time when I was like, but you you accept it because you know that that like, would oh. happen. That I, I was like that that could happen because one, it was like he was at a thanks, and this is might go into your thing because one in the scene, Terrence Howard, he's like this hood dude, mm-hmm. you know, he's got his family, his girl with him, and it's a family Thanksgiving or whatever, mm-hmm. and everybody's having a good time. You know how family reunions, right, are, right, right. blah blah blah, <laughs> and then his son. His first born, no, his second born son walks mm-hmm. down the steps with some high heels on and fucking like dress on and shit like that. And then all his family member are, members are looking at him. And then how do you think he feels? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> exactly. I was like, you don't get your upstairs. Yeah. yeah. And so he didn't say well, if you don't get your ass upstairs. He just grabbed him. Like, it was just instinctually, he grabbed him and then threw him. Out, or took him outside and threw him in a trash can. And I was like, so this is Lee Daniels' commentary, I think, on black men and how they view gay people. No. And, I don't agree and with also, that. And also, and also their mas- in masculinity there and their go. son's masculinity. But, I'm, but I'm saying there's there's so many layers to it that I was like, huh. I was like, this is, I was like, that's real shit right there. But the crack of the onion is the fact that. Crack of the onion. I never heard the, that, but that's, I like that. The I thing like is, that. you can't you can't look at your wife and expect your wife to go up there and be like, you know what I'm saying? And put that. It's no, like no, no. Fear. It's when, like, it's like, it's like. When everybody saw that scene, I'm 100% with you. I was, I was, I was embarrassed for, for the dad and I was embarrassed for the son. Because, right. because the son was just doing it as a joke. He was just trying to make him laugh. Right. Like he was just clowning. Mm-hmm. But he didn't realize the implications of it in the, t- where he was at, you know? And so. And, like, what type of, like, culture that he came from and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, that to me, I was, like, huh, okay, this is a, you know, this is interesting stuff. Like, more artists need to do that. And I think it's hard for artists to kind of put a little bit of themselves into it. But that was the first, one of the first few instances I think I've seen of, like, a, a, a male writer putting themselves yeah, yeah. in the paper right. and shit like that. Like, how can you, like, get past that? Right, right, right. Like, but... I get you, like, like, I get you but, like, at the same time, like, I just... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, like, like, not even gonna say that. Because, because, even going to church, things like that. Yeah, so many layers Right now, right now, right now, I have so many people. And, of course, it's life. You know, it's gays, people out yes. here, whatever like that. Yeah. Homosexuals, whatever. Every time you see anything on TV, it's like, oh, you're just trying to make it so easy and accessible. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I've That's heard all that. you see on TV. Yeah, I've heard That's all that. you see on TV. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And if you're putting, like you said, if people are putting their life's instances of things that may have really happened, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. I'm you, like, you, hmm. well, why? Some people might be like, well, why you still want us to see that? <laughs> yeah. Some, pe- some people might be like, that's true. Well, I get, I understand why he did that. He's getting over blah 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 blah. It's true. So th- that's what I'm saying. Like, where is the balancing thing? Where, where, where I, are, I, I is the balance in these things? I honestly don't know. Well, now that we're, we've actually like delved deeper into it, I don't know if there ever will be a, a balance because one life in society it changes so rapidly. Like mm-hmm. the, the things that. We, uh, like our generation doesn't quite understand, mm-hmm. you know, that for the next generation, they're going to be like, like, no, this is what we need to get out there. Right. You know, and it might be, I don't know. Like, and the thing I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that because 
it's always the older generation trying to set uh, a level head for the new generation. Yeah, and it's like that's how we things, fuck up. <laughs> and we're gonna and we're gonna miss what the new generation. That's how we, is going on. I think that's how 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 the fuck up start is like. One, I think our generations get blamed for like the way music has right, changed. Right. But then you know you kind of put the mirror to their face, like this no, what's going on. like look what your people, <laughs> like look what your generation did with mm-hmm. music. It's just the evolution of it. Oh, here go the excuses now. There's no acceptance there. It, no, but I'm just saying, there's a reason. There's a, a mental, a reason, a logic behind it. If I'm listening, to, if I grow up on Al Green and Barry White music and shit like that, and I and I want to make music too, but I don't want to start. I don't want to talk. about in the window about like putting my love stick, blah blah blah. I'm like, no, I just want to talk about fucking, like, you know. And then they get offended, like, oh, how can you listen to this trash? I'm like, can you listen to fucking like? <laughs> That's why I Marvin got 13 Gay? brothers and sisters over here. Yeah, I'm like, listen to, like, you know how many songs you fuck to? <laughs> you you had, you had, you've had my brothers and sisters too. Like, That's true. Like, you know, so it's it's an interesting thing I'm to think on about. That. I, I just I don't know it's it's a it's a blurry line I get you I don't so, think I just I I think I'm with you I agree with you 100 percent where I don't think it's ever gonna stop yeah everybody's gonna want some type of representation or some type of of something that says look yeah this and that's is me fine as well yeah and that's fine I think as human beings we just we need that everybody wants something to relate to again the acceptance and stuff like that. Like, I think after us or after like the black audience is satisfied with like stories that are being told. Like, we need to go into other minorities. And that's kind of what is starting to happen. But you know what? I think. It's a show out right now that I like on FX. I know which show you're going to talk which about. Which show? Uh, it's, uh, fuck, fuck. It's about the black kid who's got the, it's kind of like Breaking Bad, sort of, where he's selling crack, or he's starting to sell crack. Snowfall. Snowfall. That's what, it's directed by John Singleton, or it was created by John Singleton, who did. Uh, Man, and it. It's like it's great. It's dark. Three diff. You have three different perspectives of the same game, of how things happen, how life is in each one of their lives. And I'm just like, it's great. It's a great show. I'm waiting. For, I'm waiting for season two. I'm excited. I haven't finished season one. Okay. I just started watching like last week, but I forgot to. So did you see when he recruited it. that guy? His homeboy, his brother, his cousin, or something like that. They like had to go to some different dude that he knew to go get some like stuff back. The money. Yeah, get the money. He's like, where's the money? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that to me was when I was like, hmm, okay. But yeah, and you see, a- and you see, and you see where they placed yeah, it though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I so saw. like, so so that us be like, to me, I'm like, he was like, bro, he ain't about to kill him. He said when he said yeah, that, he yeah, said, yeah. you know, he, he giving. He's like, screaming. I was like, I was like, damn. Well, I mean, when you talk about going to prison, that's the type of stuff that happens. But you know but, what's interesting? I think that director John Singleton has always been that guy. Even when he pushes people's buttons the wrong way, and this is going back to, uh, have you seen Higher Learning? No. Oh my gosh, that's such. A may have can't tell you. It's that. got Ice Cube in it. It's got uh, 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 Tyra Banks in it. It's got Omar Epps in it. Not Omar Epps. No, I don't. I don't no. recall. Okay. I'll just say that. There's like a Nazi guy in it. Bro, oh, okay. you know, you know me. I always be like, okay. no, I ain't never okay. seen it. Okay. But then okay. if I see it or something, well, basically, this guy goes to school or goes to college, and it's all about different. People, different ethnicities and genders mm-hmm. trying to find their place in college. Like, one girl is, like, trying to figure out if she's a lesbian or if she's straight. But then she, she's bisexual. And at the time, this was the 90s. Mm-hmm. So, and this is in movies. People don't even know what the fuck that right. means. What is, what is this? <laughs> like, or, but, you know, I'm sure bisexuals are like, yes! Like, this is 
Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I've been trying to say, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then there was, you know, another character who was a, a, a Ice Cube who's like, all about, like, black... Panther type. Yeah, like, black mentality, trying to get knowledge, trying to spread knowledge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then there was another character who was an outsider played by... A, uh, I, can't, I can't remember his name. He's the whitest, most gang, uh, the blackest white guy I know. Ted Rappaport, no, Rappaport, Michael Rappaport. That's who played him, Michael Rappaport. And he was a, uh, but the ironic part about his character is that he was like this outsider who wasn't accepted by oh yeah, yeah. black what? people. He wasn't accepted by black people. Crazy. He looks like uh, what you call it? Um, I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, but yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell yeah. you, Gary Owens. Yeah, he, does look, he does look a little bit like him. But, you know, it was kind of funny because, yeah, he ends up, like, you know, meeting these Nazis and stuff, like, neo-Nazis and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at the end of the movie, you're, like, fucked up because you're just like, how did all these people get to where they ended up, or end up where they ended up at? And you're seeing these different perspectives. And at the time, you know, he's just been pissing people off. He pissed people off with the Tupac movie. Or not the Tupac movie that came out. He was supposed to make the Tupac movie. Right. But he wanted to include the scene that Tupac told him happened in real life. Mm. He said when he was in jail, he got raped. Really? Yeah. And when he said he needed that, or that scene had to be in the movie. You know, Everybody was like, nah. The family, Tupac's family, like, that was, you know, his uh, fucking mom. Yeah, it was like, no, that's not happening. And stuff like that. And. Fans were like, Tupac could never yeah. get raped because he's like Tupac awesome. Tupac wasn't even a gangster, bro. I don't even know why people are like really portraying it. He was an artist. He was an actor. He was, he, that's exactly what he was. And everybody's like. It's the legend that's bigger. It becomes, it's bigger than the person. And I think he was trying, John Singleton was trying to make a movie where he was like, okay, here's the, who's who's the person behind the legend. Right. Like, let's make him human. And right. So that, and when I read the script, I did read the script and I read that scene and I was like. This feels too like this feels like somebody was telling this story, like so, told him this story. Mm. Like it feels like Tupac told him that how it went down. It was too detailed and how things like happened. happened yeah, yeah. You know, and so you know, I was like, maybe we'll get that in a couple a couple of years after we've forgotten about all eyes on me. But is there a line? <laughs> it, 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 here's a good question for you. Do you think there's a line in like telling stories where? Do you think you go too far, or do you think that nothing is off limits? Um, especially if you're doing like a biography about like a legend, music legend. It's it depends if that per for for first off, it depends if that person's alive. Mm-hmm. It depends if that person's dead, because you don't want to disgrace anybody's name. But at the same time. I like I like what you said about making sure that person is human. Yeah, like, I think I because like I, I feel like I feel like once you reach a certain status or whatever in celebrityism or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you're no longer human. You know, it's true. You never yeah. you you don't you don't ever see Jay Z <laughs> going to the bathroom. Like they can't shit or yeah, anything. Yeah, he doesn't. He can't wipe his own ass. <laughs> like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like it's like. It's, I, I I like it because I kind of like like even the new Bobby Brown movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it's showing all of his imperfection. Kind of, it's not I, a movie. I, I don't like it. I don't it's like, like it. a TV movie. Yeah, I don't shit. like it. I don't like it because 
that's all everybody knows Bobby Brown about, or whatever the case is, with drugs, girls, and all this other stuff. So I don't think that's a good one. But for, like I said, just like a regular person, like, it's just like, right, this person, yeah, this person can't have flaws. This person can't. Rocky. The only flaw he had was having somebody compete against him no, that was true. at a higher standard. Not true. Not true. Well, I'm just. Yeah, you haven't seen all the Rocky. Boy, you don't remember all the Rocky. Bitch. Yeah, there was one where he was like way too cocky in his like ability to perform. They just wasn't working out and shit like that. Yeah. And he was like, he was more obsessed with the money and he wasn't hungry like he was before. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it was like a whole vanity thing. And then, you know, he had to get. Fed some humble pie by like, I think it was Mr. T. It might it might have been another character, but it was Mr. T, and he was like, "Oh fool," and, you know, mm-hmm. his ass and shit like that, and it kind of had to like make him reassess shit. Mm. But and then he had to deal with his age, but yeah, I got vulnerability. You. But, but I, yeah, I mean, whatever. I just I just got off on the tangent. You're right. I mean, you're right. We need to make people human, but it's not. That's that's the part. That's the part that I really felt like. Even when we were talking about earlier, I feel I feel like that's why people. Sidebar, mm-hmm. they sidebar like, nah, that's a woman. Oh, that's that person. Mm-hmm. They can't. Nope. Everybody makes mistakes. Nah, I agree. I, I mean, agree. and it's just I just don't. But with the boundaries part, I just oof, it's everybody's sensitive. It's right it's now. the thing. It's the things. It's the things that could be. It could be true, mm-hmm. but are not accurate. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. part. That's the part where people fall off. The way that it's yeah, the way that it could be shot or whatever. It's like it didn't happen like that. It didn't happen. Whether it happened at all, but you think how many people? How many people? You know that if they really put a rape scene in there, man, fuck, Tupac ain't get raped. Yeah, a lot a, of people. He got thought life on his 90, stomach. Ninety-eight percent of people would be like that. Bro, yeah. well, I stayed out of the in movie. jail, bro. <laughs> They'd be like, I walked out of the movie yeah. when that happened. It was, that would happen a lot if they had that in the movie. And I'm just saying, like, but the reality of it is, black, white, Mexican, whatever, but when you go to jail or prison, when you go to prison, inmate. you're inmate or whatever the case. And I really feel like prison was a lot harder back then. I don't know about now. <laughs> I just feel like back then. I know I think that's funny. No, nah, I just feel like hilarious. if I go into jail now, I just be like, I feel, be I really easy. feel like I could be able to be like, bro, I'm just about to chill. Don't come fucking with me. <laughs> we good. You know what I'm saying? Like you set, you set the tone when you walk in there. But like back then, you be like, man, don't fuck with me. I'm like, nigga, take, I'm gonna take your shoes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, everything, everything was just right. so like, yeah. I think you're everything right. was you're so right. everything now is just so like gang related or everything. Everybody has to join up, join forces with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> to do something like nobody really held their own, but I mean, like, yeah, I agree. I think nobody, you know. nobody's gonna accept that bullshit. I mean, just like, just like now, just like <laughs> for like, no, look, but, but I mean, be honest, like, be honest, like, if you die, or if let's say I die, let's mm-hmm. say if I die, man, I listen to the podcast, bro. Alvin, bro, Alvin always was like a street guy, bro. He won't drink no hypnotic, bro. I. I'll drink some hypnotic with it's sweet. Yeah, I but yeah. I'll drink it. Yeah, I was about to say, if I were to if you or I were to die, I would say, Hey, you need to make my shit <laughs> act, like all the stuff accurate that happened in my hell. life accurate. Like don't leave anything out because it's embarrassing. Just do it. Cause it'd be way better. Be real about it. It'd be way better. And I and but the but this is I think this is the best way to put it. I think that and I'm I'm gonna end with this. I know I've been kind of It's great. No, it's great. A little bit. It's great. These days, I think even with with celebrities, with people, they fake and flaunch so much mm-hmm. 
to make it seem like somebody that they're not, nobody's even being real with themselves these days. And that's, I think that's what makes it hard from a filmmaker's point of view. I like that. Yeah. That's difficult. That's, that's, I think you might've hit the, the nail in the head there because I think we might've talked about this. Yeah. Well, I think we have a little bit. Yeah. There was one, I think it was with the Vin Diesel rock thing. Oh no. There was one where like after the rock or after Vin Diesel beat the rock in fast and, Fast Five. Oh yeah, we was talking about how he couldn't lose. There was a contractual obligation saying that neither of them could lose to the other. Yeah, exactly. So it was almost like, hey, my image, like I, I gotta be the badass, like blah blah blah. And it's like, bro, you're just you're acting like it's fake. And it's people, not real. People don't even know how to live real life. Bro. <laughs> I mean, think about it. No, dude. you're right. You're right. Think, think about right. it. Everything, everything is. I gotta be on Snapchat. I gotta show people that I'm living it up. Nobody yes. ever wants to show. I mean, and, and like, and it's like it's either you're living it up or you're depressing. There's never in between. And that's the interesting thing too to me is like, you know, as a celebrity, you have to snap or Instagram everything. But sometimes, like, it would be like for me, I just like living in the moment. Like right. a lot of people in LA were like, or when I got back from like, oh, why didn't you take pictures? Blah blah blah. Even if I had my phone to take pictures with. Those people, I'd be like, I don't snap think I, and put it away. I, yeah, I don't even think I would want to. I think it's not definitely get pictures. No, I think it's way cooler because you know Jamie was telling me stories mm-hmm. of like back in the day, like in the nineties when you didn't have like you know all that shit. It was just like you only had your memories. Mm-hmm. Hey, I met blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. maybe there was one guy with the uh, somebody had a camera yeah, with the Polaroid. camera, blah blah blah. Yeah. And also a big shout out to to Jamie. He told me the story, and he said the story before of like him like sneaking into P Diddy's party with having a. Uh, he bought like a big ass like news camera, and like P Diddy was like, "Oh, like what's this?" He's like, "Somebody's got a photograph, or somebody's got a video this shit," and he had no video footage. Oh the shit, that's funny. <laughs> but I'm just like, it's great because as a human being, you just kind of you should always want to just live, live in, in the, the moment. moment. Yeah, and so that's what I would want to do, and I hopefully, you know, if I ever become a super big celebrity, that I can maintain like, bro, that. I, I mean, I agree with you on that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Some stuff is going to change though, like paparazzi. It's going to, but people start filming your life for you. You got to walk different. Yeah, 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 true, true. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm, and that, that's one reason. That's one reason why I kind of like J Cole. Yeah, he stays under the radar. He stays under the radar, but he lives his life how he wants. Bro, he will pop up at anywhere, anywhere in by basic himself. Clothes, like regular yeah, clothes. like don't 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 care. <laughs> yeah, and you know what I'm saying? He can live his life and move how he wants to move. And you gotta have security, all this other stuff. He's living his life straight. He's not sitting here like, well, um, I gotta go to the grocery store today. Let me put a suit on. Mm-hmm. Let me put my big chains on today. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I that's just the that's that's the ideal life, bro. I just want to be able to move how I want to move. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, I want to go to the bathroom too, bro. <laughs> oh no, no, bro, it's Alvin Williams. No, you go ahead to the bathroom. Just let me let me go to the bathroom. Like, well, that would be a great like, perk. I'm cocky. That would. I'm like, I, I got, mean, I got, a, I got a little bit of it. It would, but I, like, but I'm, I'm, I'm the type. I'd be like, yo, man, just go ahead and use the bathroom, bro. Like, no, let me stop pissing on myself. Now here's the real question: Would you fly? Regular, yeah, cool. I wouldn't. Same, I yeah, would same. Care about that. Man, my, bro. 
Same. I have heard so many people I say. I love it. my girl, but my girl is so bougie, <laughs> bro. Like, we got, you know, we got insides and stuff like that. It started, like, flying and stuff like that. Mm. I want to fly, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, we can take this money and save it. But like, we can get discounts and stuff like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. we still can save this money. Like, just get a damn exit seat. <laughs> get an extra leg room we good like yeah i don't, I don't understand sitting up all the way in the front there's really not that much for you get more space yeah you but get more space but you get free alcohol you get drinks but, it's, but like for the flight trip it might not be that long like you yeah. may like i don't know but if you got money like that and you want to waste it whatever. that's like saying would you buy a hyundai or ferrari <laughs> yeah i would buy a hyundai i'm just saying robert pattinson get you there yeah robert pattinson i think he kept his like Shitty Volkswagen or some shit. Like after his movies blew up, they were like, he was like, yeah, I get this guy good gas. Ludacris still got his '98 Acura Legend, bro. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of cool. That's that's dope. I mean, I'm saying I'm sure he doesn't drive around in it though. Yeah, he does. Oh, (laughs) I thought he would keep it for like sentimental value. No, that motherfucker still drive. He drove that shit to the airport, bro. Hmm. That's that's dope. Now that's like dope stuff. It's like, bro, it's like. It's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with treating yourself to stuff. Yeah. But why change your whole life? So I was like, bro. You know, it's funny. Have you have you seen that uh, thing of a Justin Bieber's like Ferrari or some shit breaking down? Nope. <laughs> Shit's so funny. <laughs> he was driving with his his fiance, and uh, yeah, oh, you didn't know? Yeah. No, nah, I heard he, about it. It oh, was yeah. like somebody was like, uh, you know who really cares about Justin Bieber getting married? Selena Gomez. Oh. We're here album for in six months. See Damn. you later. I was like, oh shit. Yes. That's because I was like, I don't care about Justin Bieber getting married. But seriously. that was funny. Makes me feel old. Oh, he, oh he's like 27? Nah, he's, he's younger. Now? He's it's younger like than us, bro. 23? Nah, he's younger than us. Well, you're not 23. I am not. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks for outing me, douche. I'm not 23 either, man. Well, I mean, yeah, we can easily discern that. But, like. Fuck. <laughs> He's 24 years old. Actually, damn. I thought I was always. Yeah, older I thought he was like three years old. Maybe it's because his child like looks when he came out. Like, baby, he was still like 14, baby, though. baby. Eh, huh? He was still like 14. But he looked like he was like 10. Yeah, so I always thought like, I got a couple so we years like on him. 16, like. Yeah, I always thought I had a couple years on him. Like, oh, this video's old as shit. Fucking young kid. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's move on. We got some shit. We really haven't even put a dent in this Yeah, shit. we haven't. But we're going to go through it as much as we can. Let's go. Um, oh, here the we Joker. go. Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is officially the Joker in the Joker origin movie coming out next fall. Which, uh, yeah, that's the news. Which is- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's good for Joaquin, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that he's fucking doing it. I'm, it's funny because he's had the opportunity to play in superhero movies like multiple times. Mm-hmm. He got offered Doctor Strange. He flirted with it. This is mo. He flirts with it. He like it's like all right. Well, let's talk about it a little bit, and then he backs out of it, and then he almost played Bruce Banner in the Avengers. That would been good. That would have been dope as fuck. But you know, he like didn't like the commitment. He just likes doing one movie and then being done. Like nobody has been able to finesse him into like doing like a bunch of sequels and shit like that. So the Joker shit, I can see why that appeals to him because it's like hey. This is just an origin movie. It's just one movie. You know? You don't mm-hmm. have to... There's not going to be Joker sequels for you. That's it. So, big ups to him on getting that. You know? Uh, but, 
Yeah, we'll see how this works out. Because I'm still with you when I say people are going to be confused. But, <sighs> uh, and between, like I said, said it once, said it before. Between Spider-Man and... Well, not Spider-Man because yeah, Spider-Man but, has live action and then animated. Yeah. But with all the different people involved with it, if you're into it. If you're into it a little bit, you'll be able to keep up with it. But regular people are gonna be confused. If you're seeing shit like, it's always been a thin line between you know movie and TV shit. Of course, fuck yeah. So, but Joker, I'm gonna be confused. Well, they're gonna. Oh, I thought. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, yeah it's supposed uh, to be this. Yeah. Uh, but, especially when the marketing and the commercials and shit. Yeah, they're gonna be like, out. oh, I like you that up. But then some people who didn't fuck with you earlier are gonna be like, yes. Joaquin. Gonna be dope, yeah. My homie. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. But you know, here's hoping it ends up being good and not confusing. Uh what you got next, brother? Next up we got Indiana Jones five <laughs> shifts to two thousand twenty one. Whoa. Now I'm like Harrison, They pushed it back what, one year? <laughs> I think well it originally had yeah, yeah. It was gonna be released on July twenty uh tenth, two thousand twenty. But now it's been yeah, pushed a year to July ninth, two thousand twenty one. I, I mean, Mr. Jones. If Harris, I hope Harrison's still still with us. You know, he's old, brother. He's fucking old. I'm. I don't even know how this one will. And it is work playing off the other because Indiana Jones five. They were supposed to pass the torch to uh, Shia LaBeouf, but he fucked oh, it yeah, up. Yeah, he fucked it up with the whole media system. Yeah, fucked himself. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, next up, we have. Oh, Skyscraper and Hotel Transylvania 3 are going to be fighting for supremacy this weekend. Oh, who you give it to? <laughs> Without reading? Without reading. The Rock is popular, but... Who you giving Hotel, it to? Yeah, Hotel Transylvania 3, probably. I'll give it to Hotel. Honestly, I'll take my nephews to go see Hotel Transylvania just because. <laughs> just to spite? Just out of spite, bro. Now, why, now... now after I told you about the trailer, the last trailer, <laughs> Skyscraper, you actually watched the trailer recently, did. didn't you? Yes. Can you just describe what you thought? Bruh, when he broke that window, and had, no, 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 he duct tape, duct tape around his hand, mm-hmm. broke a window, he clapped his hands together, pulled them apart to make sure it was sticky, <laughs> and scaffold. On what twenty like twenty stories or some shit like that? Yeah, across, mm. and it was like turbine shit. Oh yeah, and he had to jump in it. He jumped in the turbine, and then it blew up. Bro, I'm gonna have to go watch this and like to. I'm gonna watch it. You going? I'm going. Let me see some Showtime. Talking. I'm not going. To I got it. It's gonna be funny as fuck. Okay, yeah, it's playing at nine twenty. Cool. I'm not with it, bro. Bro, that shit's gonna be hilarious. No, I'm going to laugh. Like I'm sure most people who are going to see this are not gonna take it completely seriously. I but I don't. I don't see it holding up for box office reviews, bro. Oh, no. It's going to get butchered. It's going to get butchered. But I think it might get a cult following of how dumb it is. <laughs> it could happen. So, is this a monkey wrench in Dwayne Johnson's career? No. Not even The Rock in Dwayne Johnson's career. No. Uh, Baywatch was a monkey wrench in his career. Because that was I supposed think- to be popping. That was like everybody was saying. like, Or at least Hollywood was saying, oh, that can't fail. Dwayne Johnson can't fail. And that movie flopped so bad, you know. So no, no, no bad. He can't. He can't do no worse than Baywatch. Even no, the bottom is the bottom was Baywatch. 
But this skyscraper, it's like it. Yeah, like he's not human, bro. I'm not, <laughs> bro. If you wanna, if you wanna do that, you wanna get it back to the Morgan Freeman topic. You remember <sighs> month uh, weeks ago with Morgan Freeman? You like, bro, Morgan, Morgan didn't do that. He wouldn't do that. Bro, yeah, you sit about down. Scandals? Yeah, sit down. Shut up. No. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> if any of y'all don't know what that reference is, there's a music video by this. UK rapper called Stormzy, and he just starts the music video telling people to shut up. It's great. You think you can be on my podcast? Shut, shut up. up. <laughs> Man, you think you're the best podcaster? Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but apparently it's looking like they might be tied this weekend. Hotel Transylvania 3 is eyeing number one between 38 million in the low 40s, while Skyscraper is around 33 million to 40 million. So I think it, the word of mouth is gonna, you know, uh, push either one to the top. Because skyscraper, it could be the people who see it tonight and the people who see it Friday are gonna t- either tell their friends, "Yo, that shit was garbage, garbage. It was bad," or they're gonna say, "Yo, that shit was so dumb. It was funny. Like I had a good time with that shit." And then people are gonna be like, "Oh, okay. I might check. check I might have to peep this," but. I think the mistakes with The Rock's last two movies is they've marketed the movies as super fun. Jumanji? Well, no, not Jumanji. I meant this movie in the Skyscraper and Rampage. Oh, Rampage. Right, right, right. Rampage was not marketed right to me. Like, it should have been a fun, cheesy... You think so? Yeah. It's a monster movie, so have fun with it. Instead of just showing The Rock brooding in these serious monsters, I'm like, no. Like, then they started to do it towards the end of the marketing campaign. Like, he's like, oh, it's like a flying, or he's like a, a giant gorilla and a, a flying wolf. It's mm-hmm. like, it can't get much worse than this. And then, like, a giant alligator thing comes right, out, right, and right. he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, really? And I was like, that's the attitude this whole movie should have had, like, marketing-wise. It's all a ridiculous concept. But with this movie, Skyscraper, they're not even acknowledging that it's, it's comedic. comedic, yeah, but, you know. The Rock himself. They tried it. No, yeah, they, like, they tried it. Yeah, like that last trailer was them you, trying to say you it. Don't use, you don't use enough duct tape. Wait, you say duct tape you can never, work? You never use enough duct tape or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, okay, so at least the movie is aware of how dumb it's, it is. But there's going to be a reference of Gorilla Tape, especially from the bro, last I'm, Bro, for, for Rampage. If that happens, I'm going to laugh it's my gonna, ass It's going to be a reference for, to Gorilla Tape, I promise you. I am going to laugh my ass off. <laughs> but, you know, $33 million to $40 million for Skyscraper is a pretty good... With the amount of marketing they've done, that's a good opening. That's a decent opening. Now, I... After next or after this week, you know, it's all up to the audience to decide if they want to see it or not. Because you know, the decline could be ten percent, twenty percent, thirty percent, eighty percent. So, well, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my nephew to see Hotel Transylvania. Then I'm gonna take my mom to see Equalizer Two. Next weekend. Next weekend. Damn. Oh, that's right. Equalizer a, 2 comes out next weekend. So Skyscraper is so Skyscraper is not looking good then because Equalizer 2 is going to have a big opening. So Skyscraper will probably end up at number 4 next week, I'm predicting. Because Ant-Man and the Wives, that's dropping. That's apparently having a 60% drop from last week for a 30 million second weekend. That's to be expected because it's Ant-Man. So, mm-hmm. you know. Not a big deal, but, you know, sorry to bother you. I know you wanted to talk about this movie. Uh, <laughs> that's I'm not going to speak on it. 
<laughs> that's gonna open the 16 locations this weekend to, to, to 805 theaters. We need to. We. I mean, I. I that's that's. What I saw I it. See. I saw it, but it's not what you expect. That's all I'm gonna say. It's like you think you know what the movie is about. It's not about what it is about. So that might piss you off, but hmm. you just gotta go with the flow. <laughs> I mean, I, I when I saw. Uh, Donald, not Donald Glover. When I saw Danny Glover pop up, and then he changed his voice and shit like that, I was like, "You think this is not what's gonna be going on?" Yeah, yeah. Like everybody that I saw the movie with had no clue what was gonna ha- like what ensued. The movie's crazy. It's mm-hmm. like it's like somebody that smoked an outrageous amount of like acid, acid, and then <laughs> took some weed, and then took some LSD, and then that's what came out on the other side. But really. Yeah, like you know, like oh, like it's almost like a fa- like a student film, like not in a bad way, but mm-hmm. like in a way, like oh, like I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to mm-hmm. do that, and it somehow works all this shit together. Yeah, so enjoy, enjoy. Uh, I don't think there's anything big with those, the rest of those movie releases. Nah, Whitney Houston was the biggest over. Uh, Sorry to bother you. <laughs> yeah. True, I think that might be the, 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 I don't know, the best acted of all these releases, probably. Uh, Let's see, what's next? Oh, Why the Last Man is getting a TV show. Now, Why the Last Man is a popular underground comic book, and uh, it's basically a character named Why, a guy traverses a post-apocalyptic world in which a cataclysmic event has decimated every male mammal save for one lone guy himself. The new world order of women will explore gender, race, oh, class, and survival. <laughs> now this is going to be great. Only because I read the comic books and the comic books were like so good. Because like, it asked all the questions we were asking. Now you think you, you, know, you think... You have a hard time being in a wheelchair. Imagine you're the only dudes in civilization with all women that can get shit done themselves. Oh my gosh. That's going to be funny. <laughs> That's going to be funny. It's getting a, a movie or a TV show? It's a TV show. It's going to be like a drama slash humor. That's going to be funny. Now that's going to be rough. But you it know, said not only not only every like man, <laughs> not every human, it said every male mammal. Yeah. <laughs> For one lone guy. All testosterone is e- is in you, brother. His dignity. <laughs> but you know it's great. Well, that'd be fucked up. Yeah, you know it's great. It's got a great cast coming up. You know, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be in FX. I can see FX pulling it off because they got some good shit on that. Show. How would you move in a society of all women? Bro, I'd be so awesome. I'd be so awesome. I'd like to think, but I'd also know my. I'd be like. I'm awesome. I'm the only guy here. You got no choice but to like me. Bro. Yeah, I'm like, shh. Now, nah, you don't have to like me. But you got to know. If y'all want this civilization to go on. <laughs> <laughs> y'all come to me. Actually, they probably would be like, shh. We can just get your sperm. Jerk off in this cup. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, no. <laughs> just kill me. <laughs> just kill me. They'd be like, okay. Betsy. Come reproduce. Oh, I have a Never mind. This is too dark. But see, <laughs> but see, this is the thing in the, the comic book. Stuff, they explore shit like that. 
but you know, or you know, there might be an offset set of women who are like kind of savage and like they mm-hmm. just see him and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's a man, mm-hmm. you know, and they get, get and they get kind of like thirsty and mm-hmm. shit, you know. But it's it, but then, but for most of the comic, he just meets this whole civilization of like women that are like, like treating him like super special because he's mm. the last fucking guy on earth. So it's just like. That sounds like life. It's a lot, but it's pressure, though. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it is. And so, you know, it, I remember back in 2007, like, everybody wanted Shia LaBeouf to play that character because he was... That was for when, this movie? Yeah. And, you know, it just... For one That's reason... And it, it was going to be, like, directed by the guy who did uh, that Will Smith movie, I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. And so it, like, had all the ingredients for, like, a cool movie or whatever, but it just never went through. And then until now, it's like a TV show. And so, you know, there's so many characters in it <laughs> that are going to be, you know, uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows what that'll, what, how that'll turn out. Hopefully good, hopefully. That'd be interesting. I'm not going to promise I'm going to watch it, but. You're going to watch it. It's, as long as it's got good promotional stuff. FX has the TV show. I got to finish watching. I got to finish watching them. Snowfall. So great. Yeah. It gets intense. Yeah. But uh, next up, uh, Chadwick Boseman to star in Seventeen Bridges. Whoa, you skipped that S, brother. Chadwick Boseman. You skipped that. You said Bowman. Boseman. Chadwick. Oh, I did skip it. Chadwick <laughs> Boseman. Yeah, to star in Seventeen Bridges, thriller from the Russo brothers and STX. And so this is an attempt for him to kind of you know not be just seen as T'Challa. And, which is he's always gonna be T'Challa. It's bad. Yeah, he's always gonna be T'Challa. It was another movie, um, because you know he played Forty Two, he played James Brown, but it was another movie. Message from the King. Well, I guess it was another movie. Then. Oh, and uh, and uh, the Law movie where he's like a lawyer. Mm-hmm. That's the one you're talking about, I think. That, they, my, Thurman, they're good. <laughs> I'm like a library, bro. I said Thurman, but because I was thinking of bad Santa, we'll see what but we they're got good. Let's see, we got movies. Marshall. Black Panther, Avengers, Catman, 42, Marshall. Yes. <laughs> no, they said the movie Message to the King. Yeah. The Express, what? It's like a library. Actually, he has a nice little. He's got, he's got, some, he's got some stuff up there. But yeah. Message in to the King. Yeah, in the movie, he's going to play a disgraced NYPD detective who, after being thrust into a citywide manhunt for a cop killer, Cop killer is given a shot for redemption. That kind of sounds okay. I mean, he probably is going to play a character that, I mean, when he's playing that character who's disgraced, I mean, he's probably going to have alcohol problems, so it'll be different. Different thing we've seen him in, and it's going to be action. Yeah. You know, so it should be cool. Who knows how he'll... Because it's important, you know, after all this stuff to, or after Black Panther to make sure that people see you as other, other things. things. Yeah. So that's a good move for him. Now, and is it when does this movie placed? Modern time. Okay, I just I I I hate that his repertoire is of movies that spin into the past. Like oh, he hates that too. He's movies. he said he said he's gotten so many people offering him. Like bio movies, like yeah. hey, play me, and he's like, I can't play this guy. He's yeah. like way too light skinned. Yeah, yeah, I hate, I kind of, I dislike that for him. So yeah, this would be good look. This would be a good look for him. Like, 
to show like, okay, bro, after Black Panther's done or whatever. For sure. Are you going on TV or are you going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's <laughs> great is movie deal? And, and what's great is the Russo brothers who directed him as Black Panther in Civil War. Mm-hmm. You know, they're giving him this hookup with this movie. So, okay. you know, That's good. it's good looking out. Mm-hmm. Now, since we're talking about other actors trying to find their identity as actors after Black Panther, let's talk about Winston Duke jumping in the cage as MMA fighter Kimbo Slice in the movie called Backyard Legend. Mm. Don't really like the title, but I get it. Uh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he would stay away. At first, I was like, why would you want to play a character that's physically strong and, you know, like, angry again? I, I thought he would want to try something different, a switch up. But then uh, it made sense when I thought about it because I was like, oh, wait. Does it give his opportunity to, like, actually win? Yeah, and there's, like, drama behind it. Kimbo was a very, like, he had a lot of layers to him, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And there's just so much drama in that that he could show the, the, the real, like, what were we talking about? The real real stuff about his life mm-hmm. and so you know it's gonna be really really interesting to see uh how that works and then the weight loss that he's got to do you know but, weight loss yeah because you know the latter part of his career because he had you know uh oh okay most likely lost weight yeah because yeah. you know uh ufc yeah yeah because he was big as hell he and was he was like sick a... too so you know mm. oh yeah so you know, so that is kind of inspiring watching that. Like he's so passionate about mm. fighting that's like this is all he know how to do, and he still won. So that's like great. His last battle still won. Yeah, and you yeah, see. yeah. But you know, uh, it's a great story, and it's 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 gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, that would be interesting. That's a, that's an interesting movie. I think that's gonna be like it should be easy to film. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not even gonna say easy, but like. Kimbo Slice was kind of like out there with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. His life was out there with it. It was everything. That's was an Oscar movie already. right there. That's an Oscar role right there. When I was reading, I was like, when I was reading it, I was like, Oscar. If he does it right, then yeah. the script is good. Oscar. I mean, a backyard brawler who rose from homelessness to mixed martial arts fame after his YouTube fights in his backyard blew up. I'm like. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit that to explore there. Because when you are homeless and then you get money. From wrestling in your backyard? Yeah, I'm like, there's a whole sort of equilibrium that you have to reach. Mm-hmm. Like, you're all out of whack. Because when you get money, you're like, oh, shit. Like, you start getting crazy out there, shit, and stuff like that. Getting crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, so, and he had a family. He loved his family, blah, blah, blah. It's like, there's all this interesting shit. Explore, but you know what? He's got another movie. Winston Duke has another movie coming out before this, directed by uh, Jordan Peele. His second movie, and it's like we don't know if it's a thriller or horror or anything. It's just mm. called Us, and we're like in the cast. And Lupita's in it. I'm like, okay, this might be. <laughs> I was like, this might be something because Get Out. Nobody knew what Get Out was, was right, about right, right. either, and so that's coming out next year. So, like next February or next January. So. He he might he might be one to I think he's one to watch an actor to watch, uh for sure. Yeah, I give you that. Yeah. Um. Next up, Studio Eight taps profit for a pick franchise. 
Now, me, I was like, I have no idea who the fuck Prophet is. No idea. <laughs> a comic book. But apparently, Sony is trying to make a franchise out of, uh, um, like, Vertigo Comics or some shit. I think. I might be wrong. And it's like, uh, Vin Diesel's playing Bloodshot in his own movie. And then... <laughs> And then I don't know who these people are, bro. Bloodshot is this pale guy who like he gets injected with like this nanotechnology and he can heal. He's kinda like Deadpool, but he doesn't joke around. He's like serious Deadpool about if you serious or some yeah. shit. But Prophet, I guess, the character is a a DNA enhanced super soldier placed into a cryogenic freeze for a future mission, only to awaken prematurely in the present, searching for a mission that does not exist. The ruthless berserker must find his humanity. I'm like, okay, that kind of sounds like an interesting story. Somewhat. <laughs> they might be reaching. It feels like a reach. It's a lot going on for me. <laughs> it feels like a reach a little bit. But it feels like a 90s character for real. Yeah. And then when I read the comments, the first comment was LOL. <laughs> That's so mean. But you know, when was this comic out? Like in the nineties? Yeah, this was in the nineties. It was by the guy who created Deadpool. Yeah, that's a pass. That's a pass, <laughs> on me, bro. Um, and, it is, and you know what? Not saying that's gonna be a bad movie. Not saying that a stretch. I'm saying I don't know not, anything about it. Yeah. So it's not piquing my interest right this time. Only part that piqued my interest was like a guy or a guy meant to do something. And to be honest, no. It's place on huh? even even at this time right now. Not even gonna lie, Spawn's not picking my interest. The only mm. the only thing that's really like is Jamie Fox. Okay, that's the only thing that's like. Oh, well, actually, I could see that if when I pitched it to you and I was like, oh yeah, Spawn's not gonna be the main character. He's gonna kind of be a boogeyman type character. Like you kind of see a glimpse of him, and then you're just like, <laughs> you know, what's kind of funny. All Spawn fans when they heard there's gonna be a Spawn movie, they were like instantly erect. Mm-hmm. But then when they were like, oh, but Spawn's only going to kind of show up, like, you're going to see, like, a little bit of his cape. And then they just got mm. flaccid. <laughs> it's kind of just like, eh, it's not really. That don't sound, that sounds like a dub to me. She's like, you done already? Yeah, I'm done. But you know what? They might pull that off. I'm not saying they won't. I'm just saying it's not Right now, at interest, the moment, bro. it doesn't pique your interest. But, you know. Wait until the trailer comes out. Just same, same thing when you use, like, uh, Predator. What did I say? When, when we first said Predator before the trailer came out, it was like, oh, Predator. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't usually watch it. I didn't used to watch it. Mm. It didn't. When I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, that shit's, that shit looks like it's going to be dope. You know what? pretty good. Speaking of Spawn, it just got some new movie news like two hours ago. During the podcast? Yeah, during the podcast. Spit it out. Spawn reboot brings back legendary makeup artist Greg Nicotero. Tero. So okay. that means it's going to be a shit. So have a classical look. It's, well, it's gonna have a, a shitload of gore, and Spawn is gonna look fucking disturbing as fuck, you know. So that gives me that's nice to know. And this is the type of makeup this guy does Ooh. on The Walking Dead on a weekly basis. Ooh. So I know Jamie Foxx's face is gonna be fucked up on that that when they reveal if they reveal his face, they got to. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a fun part of the movie. But because he wears a black and white mask, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know. uh I think two days ago, uh, the other news was that Jeremy Renner was going to be playing the main Jordan lead. Jordan yep. Yeah, uh, Twitch. That's the character's name. And uh, that's a scientist guy, right? 
No, he's a he's a cop. Hmm. And I can kind of see that. Jeremy Renner kind of has that cop vibe about him. Like when you watch Avengers 2 and he's like seeing all this crazy shit happen with the robots. He's like, oh, we're on a we're on a flying uh flying rock and uh robots are trying to kill us. <laughs> Just another day in the life, and I got to get back home to my kids. I was like, okay, I sense that. I can see he's like a a dude that gets put into like crazy situations. So Spawn fits. Gotcha. Next up, Jason Momoa to start an Apple series called C. Now at first I was like, hmm, Jason Momoa in a TV show again seems like a backpedal. But then I read the the like concept of it, and I was like, this could be interesting. So the concept is, C is described as an epic world-building drama set in the future. It's set in the future when the human race has lost their sense of sight and society has to find new ways to interact, to build, to hunt, and to survive. All of that is challenged when a set of twins with sight is born. What? <laughs> I know. What type of drugs was the writer taking? It sounds like God. Is it? How? No, not saying like sounds like I sounds like there's no vision. Like, is it literally saying nobody can see? Literally? Yeah, everybody's blind as fuck. And then sight was born. No, like some two twins could see. Oh, yeah. Damn, trying to get deep with it and shit. Why do black people always try to get deep with I shit? Just, just sound like damn. God like touched somebody and was like, "Oh, we can see now." Damn, you ugly as fuck. Why marry you? <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> so mean. So mean. But yeah, I, I think it's a cool. That's a kind of a cool. Concept. I don't know who Jason Momoa is playing. I assume he's going to be playing the main character, mm-hmm. who has kids who can see or some shit. Oh wait, he yeah. might be blind. Well, Momoa will play Baba Voss, a fearless warrior, leader, and guardian. So he's a good guy. It seems like. Can you see? I don't know. It doesn't say. That would be a a crazy movie if it was literally <laughs> nobody could see anything. Right? Everybody's just walking around bumping into shit. Well, they figure out some way to make it work. I'm guessing they put, like, sticks and sticks that, like, protruding from their arms to hit stuff before they actually hit people. That's what I would do. Everybody going to be walking around looking like praying mantises and shit. Yeah, or or uh, Michael Jackson doing the thriller Just Swinging dance. everybody. Yeah. That could be interesting. Who knows? Uh, I think mm-mm. that is all I have. Uh, we juiced up on them today, bro. We just was, like... A steroid sized episode. This is like old school sized mm-hmm. uh, nerdy talk with Dan. And some good information, man. I agree. I agree. I think uh, I think that's it. So hope you guys enjoyed this deep dive into so much talk about dignity, respect, <laughs> movies. <laughs> Today's right. Thursday, July twelfth. Check in. <laughs> We'll be back again next week. Comment, let us know. See you later. Oh, also, if y'all want to, uh, you know, donate some money to your boy, uh, you know, I looked on my my cash app, <laughs> and so you know, I just want to give y'all my cash app information because I know I got my cash app. Shit, mine's Bright Light Pro. B R I G H T L I T E P R O. Send it through. Yeah. Have you gotten some yet? Yes. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. I, mean, I want to see it. $20. From your mom. Bitch, please. All right. <laughs> 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 I 
That's what people who's about to go see Skyscraper go see. Yeah, okay. I think you're so witty. All right, so my Cash App name is Dan is the Man 12. Well, dollar sign, Dan is the Man 12. Actually, that happens. Everybody has a dollar sign. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know how young people use these apps anymore. But yeah, you know, send some money through, you know, help your homeboy out, you know. You got to get his Hyundai fixed. Shut up. My Hyundai is great. I'm just playing. Better be. All right. Peace out. Peace.